this is the place where sports opinions collide dead in sports uh we missed you guys last week uh our apologies uh, no, just, my apologies. <laughs> it was all FIFO. Well, we, yeah. FIFO. Hey, man, we, we, we you know, funny. we're a team, man. That shit was still funny, man. You know, oh, you, my God. So. We was, me and Kim was laughing so yeah. hard. We were <laughs> laughing so hard at that text message. Yeah, so, uh, but we back. We back uh, again this week. And, um, and yeah, man, so uh, uh, a few things have happened uh, that we're going to get to. Um, but first, before we get to that, um, subscribe to Is The Mice Still On? podcast soundcloud.com slash is the mic still on um make sure you also subscribe to dead and hip-hop uh youtube.com slash dead and hip-hop you can go to dead and hip-hop.com uh support us man become a patron um uh, patreon.com slash dead and hip-hop that helps keep the lights on that helps you know fund these shows that we have you know we got sports we got the pop culture show we got a gaming show now you know we got other stuff that's in the work that you guys haven't even seen man so um, so definitely your support is appreciated. We're, you know, so, um, and it just helps, you know, create and put out all this content, um, that you guys are consuming. So, uh, so we appreciate that. Um, make sure you guys check out, you know, the homies, the 12 cow podcast, uh, Manny fresh, the technical file podcast, Chris Platty's strictly hoop talk and b-ball talk. His name podcast. Manny fresh for real? I thought it was just Manuel Brown. Oh, it is Manuel Man, Brown. Yeah, yeah it's not Manny Fresh. Fresh. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah, he needs to change that Twitter. Uh, yeah, change that shit. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm not supposed to be cursing. Uh, yeah, he uh, he had a a, a dope episode, um, I think, last week uh, about the Urban Meyer situation that's going down. Um, so uh, we really don't have much more to add. Outside of what he said, so he did a pretty good job. Yeah, he of did a good job. That. He yeah. covered a lot. Yeah, he said a lot. He said yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check that out. Um, we're pretty much, uh, for the most part, in agreement with a lot of things he said. Unless, and uh, we're just going to still continue to watch this situation and watch and see how it play out. But uh, so yeah, check that out, man. And um, and that's it, man. Uh, we're here at Dead in Studios. Um, if you guys need a place to come record, you know your podcast. Shout out to No Disrespect. Uh, who came through? They record here. Um, they recorded their last two episodes here. Uh, check that out. B did the the mess, mixing and mastering on that joint, so we got that. So, can where can people find the rates? At? Email me um, at uh, king at dannyhiphop dot com. But we're gonna have all the official stuff set up. That's with an E, right? Yeah, that's with an E. That's with an E. So, um, so we're gonna have all that set up. Listen to us on Radio Public, the Radio Public app. The link will be in the description. And finally, if you're going to a show, going to a game, like the Big 3B is about to tell us about, then make sure you use the code DEADIN, um, all one word, on SeatGeek. So we appreciate everybody that's been using that uh, to this up to this point, man. It's been incredibly dope. It helps support the show. Um, so, yeah, well, one-time usage uh, gets you um, uh, some money off your, uh, your, um, your ticket purchase. I think it's like $10, $10 $20, something like that. But yeah, so yeah, we got the hook up. Yep. So um We got the hook up. Holly if you hear me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um B was at the big three. The big three were here um last Friday, right? The tenth. Yeah. Yeah, B tenth. went to it. So uh what was it like, man? Tell us tell us about your experience. Tell the folks and tell us about what it was like. It was there. cool, yeah. My um sister was in town this past weekend and um just for a few days and 
she had tickets to go when they was in Dallas because one of her homegirls was in town, but they didn't end up going. So she was like, she was pissed because she wasted some money. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll get tickets when you come, since you come. I'm like, a big three going to be here the same weekend you coming. So bet, let's go. So we went there and man, and for one, I, this is my first time going to the Infinite Center. It's out in Gwinnett. It's pretty, it's a, it's a dope arena. Yeah. It's a pretty dope arena. That was my first time going out there. Um, I think a minor league hockey team plays out there on a regular, but it's a dope, a dope uh, arena. And man, like I said, it was like the who's who's of the celebrities that was out there. I mean, Eric Two Chains, uh, Jermaine Dupree, Jordan Peele was out there. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, the Brat was out there. Um, Beezy was out there. Yeah, I, I, was, <laughs> yeah. I was out there. Like, it was a lot of people out there, man. It, it it was it was dope, man. Like to to see the to hear the players talking joint talking trash on the court, which was pretty cool. Because Nate Robinson was a firecracker. Like the crowd loved him. Like when he came out there, the crowd. Wait, he loved plays him. in there. Yes, yeah, he been dominated. He, he, too. Been, he, he, he can still play in the league too. Yeah, like, he can play in the league. Yeah, it was cr- big he ready. Big Baby Davis was out there playing. Like he can't play in the league. Though. Yeah, no, he can't play in the league. <laughs> big, big Baby Davis, this is this is good for him. Just yeah. playing the three ball is good for him. So it was cool. It's four games because you know it's a total of eight teams. You know you got four games, two teams each. You know each game they go up to uh, fifty. They go up to fifty. Um, got to win by two. Whenever whatever team hits twenty five, that's halftime, and then they come back and finish out the rest of the game. Um, they have four point shots, which was cool. A couple of people hit them four point shots, which was kind of fun to see. Um, and they had like little, it was dope. It's a good family event too. Cause they had like mm-hmm. in between halftime, they had like your kids can come down and like, you know, have like a little three point contest or four point contest or, or have a dance contest and stuff like that. Like it's, it was really cool, man. It, it was fun. Ice Cube was there. Of course, you know, Ice Cube is always court side. Clyde Drexler was there. You know, he's the commissioner because oh, he's the commissioner. So yeah. yeah, it was dope, man. Like I said, all the legendary coaches, Charles Oakley, um, Jack, dude, uh, Dr. J, George Gervin, shot Detroit. He was a, he's he's one of the coaches, man. It, it was dope, man. Gary Payton, um, yeah. Ron, you see Ron Artest playing. Uh, he didn't do no bonehead moves like he did in Detroit when they had the uh, the games of Detroit. He kicked the ball into the stands when he was in Detroit. <laughs> Crazy, but this, but everybody, it was no ejections. It was all the games were pretty much intense except for one, which was the last game. The last game was like okay, yeah, they got they bust whipped, but every game was pretty intense. It was pretty mm. close. And like I said, you heard all of the trash talking. It was all fair game, and they it was hype. They had the music was good. Whoever, so B, who was the biggest trash talker? The biggest trash talker there, uh, Reggie Evans. Reggie really? Evans, he be talking. Hey, remember, um, Reggie Rod, Evans. Rod said that in high school. Really? He, he played against him in high school. Man, Reggie Evans talked cash wow. shit every time. He talked. Yeah, I think he talked the most. McCann's kind of talk a little bit. He talked. He talked some crap. Actually, Gary Payton talk a lot of junk. He a coach. Coach, yeah, of course. I mean, I know yeah. I sent y'all a clip. I think I sent y'all a clip where he, it, it was a couple weeks ago. Where he was talking trash to um, what's my man in the play for Duke? He played. He played on the Cavs. Dante Jones, I think that's his mm-hmm. name. Light skin. Yeah, light skin yeah. dude. He was talking junk to him, and it was like a couple of weeks ago. Gary Payton was like, "You thought Gary Payton was about to suit up and go out there?" But like <laughs> Gary Payton was talking junk while he was coaching. Doctor J and George Gervin's pretty much like cool and mellow. They sitting. They they on they Phil Jackson just sitting. You know, <laughs> time to get up was like the timeouts. Nate Robinson wasn't trash talking, but he was he was very vocal. Like you heard him. Every time he was out there in the court, rather he was complaining to the refs, mm-hmm. going to the hole, filing, saying N one and stuff like that. That's one thing I like about this too. They let them boys play. Like mm. they call like obvious fouls, but like yeah. they ain't calling no like yeah. you know, like that. Like we out here on the street. Right, right. Yeah, like you, you hey, right. there ain't no blood, ain't right. no foul. Like they letting them boys you go into the rack, 
Uh, you you got it. Got to be like an obvious physical foul for the ref to blow that whistle. So yeah, it, it was fun, man. It was definitely fun. We stayed the whole time. We stayed the all four games. It, it was dope. It was dope. And you said that that Ice Cube made an uh, an announcement. Recently yeah, he wants to um, expand the league. I think he was talking on uh, Undisputed this mm-hmm. morning, and he was talking about how he wants to expand the league to twelve teams, expand the playoffs, um, expand the the cities that they go to. Um, and try to draw more people in, um, you know, just trying to get bigger names to participate, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously that's going to draw a bigger crowd and, mm-hmm. you know, just just expansion. And he says, you know, he's, he's playing at, at, at the top of the top right now. So, you know, for him to have <clears throat> involvement in professional sports, because it's not like they're not getting paid, they're right. getting paid out here. Right. You know, um, he said it's also like a trifecta of his career, right, because he started off in music. Then he ventured off to movies, and you know, let's be honest. Out of all the rappers that that have come through the game, mm-hmm. who's been the most successful in front and behind the camera? You gotta say Ice Cube. I, I don't mm-hmm. think nobody can really compete. That's a rapper going into the movie. Well, how how much of a rapper? Because that's Fresh Prince too. That's Will Smith. But, but you but, said you said from behind the camera too, though, right? Yeah, behind and in front of the. Well, Will Smith does a lot of stuff behind the camera too, but I, but. Would we? When you think of Will Smith, do you think of a rapper? Mm. When you think of Ice Cube, you still think rapper, though, right? Nah. Well, no, nah? not not. Nah. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I see what you're saying. I mean, like he's respected as like a legendary yeah, MC. MC. Like Will Smith. Fresh Prince is not. Fresh Prince was that dude, but he's not like legendary. Yeah. Like M. Like MC. Yeah, I see what you're you saying. What I'm saying? So Will it, Smith, man, yeah, he, he would, yeah, it's, it's like yeah. you think of Will Smith, you think legend actor. Yeah, you think it's a legendary actor. probably think probably Fresh do. Prince of Bel-Air more than Cold Red. Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. Right, yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? So so with Ice Cube, you know, being able to start off in hip-hop, um, transition to movies, and now be in professional sports and mm-hmm. be the owner of a league, that's that's, that's big, dope, man. man. Yeah, I, I was happy to be there like, like, dang, like this Ice Cube joint. Like, this, this, yeah. that was cool. Yeah. That was yeah. really cool. Mm. Okay, all right. Yeah, that, that'd be dope. He said he said this year they have they even having a more success this year than they was last year, yeah. and I think they toured in more cities this year because mm-hmm. they didn't tour in Detroit and Atlanta last year Mm-mm. the first season. So that's dope. I hope they hope he I hope he do expand, expand, yeah. expand it. Yeah, you know I I, I think I, look here's the thing, man. I think with this league, it's actually it's going to get pretty sizable. I think because, so too because you got you got to figure there's a whole bunch of players that. Ain't gonna play in the NBA, but can technically, skillfully still play in the NBA. Right. right. And maybe they don't want to go overseas. You know what I'm saying? They still want to stay here. Mm-hmm. They got enough money in the bank. They don't need big paychecks. Big three is a viable option. You know. So I, I, I definitely see it. And and you know, I'll throw a name out there, right? Like, <clears throat> like this cat that played at Georgia State. Uh, he played for the Boston Celtics. I believe he's bouncing around. I'm not sure if he is. Still in the NBA, but mm-hmm. R.J. Hunter. Remember R.J. Hunter? I remember yeah. that name. Right? Yeah. Like, nice shooter, decent ball handling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. A young cat like that, right? Like, I I think that'll be a good addition to, like, the big three. Once we start seeing some younger cats that maybe they don't want to play in the G League. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is this is an option. This is really an option. Hey, so, man, I like look, it. Three on three ball ain't no joke. For the, it's not. Don't, don't think. You, yeah, you got to you know, be in shape. Exactly. And, it, you know, one thing Ice Cube said, he said on the herd, he said, now nah, he noticed this year. 
players came into the season more, more in shape. shape. He said last right. year they was kind of like, uh, he said you saw a lot of open miles, people mm-hmm. breathing. He said this year people are in shape, and he think yeah. next year they're gonna be even, even, even more, more shape. shape. Yeah, because so because like 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 you were starting to allude to, man, like. Three on three basketball is not easier because it's less people. Dude, you, there's more it's running. More yep. It's more court. You have to cover. It's less error. It's less error because because just think about it. If you run pick and roll situation, you have one help defender. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's there all. ain't no other rotations nope. happening. Nope. <laughs> so 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 you either gonna get easy buckets or you gonna get fouled. Like it's it's hard to play. Team defense it in is. three on three. You it literally is, have to be on the string. You have to have a lot of trust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Offensively and defensively. So it's I feel like in five on five basketball you can hide a lot of stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. Carlos Boozer, he plays in, uh, in big three. Yeah, he he was never there. a he great defender. Yep. And guess what happens in he's the big he get, he's, getting oh, he's getting cooked. cooked yeah. By every any big man he goes against, he be getting cooked. There's yep. no way to hide him. There ain't no Thibodeau system. Neal, Jermaine O'Neal out there playing? Yeah. yeah. I mean it's it's some it's, it's, some, it's pretty, some names. It's man. some names. I'm like, Kenyon Martin, he, I think he was injured. He in it too, but yeah, he was, yeah. I, I, I saw some. But he didn't play, but you said Amari Stoudemire was was balling. Man, he still look like he could kind of go into the NBA about a cool 12 and 6 easily and if he's still playing yeah. maybe a double double yeah maybe. maybe I'm like okay he's still slim like you know Mar- Mar- Star- you can tell he's been working out like he's been you know he's still in shape I'm like Mark is still playing the league why, why does the NBA run from guys that can still play that are in shape. Stephen Jackson was out there. Won't really That's demand that much of a contract. You. Why don't they get a get a shot to play? You, mm. you, I you know I, I don't know, but it just seems like there's certain guys that they just they, they just out the league. Like Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, I think, is the God, most NBA look, ready yes, guy in the big like three. He can still play. Yeah, because I you know I, I follow Nate Robinson he's not on even IG. Old. He's, he's not, old. not. He's not. I follow Nate Robinson on IG. Um, he's on, I follow like, um, overtime hoops, uh, a whole, a whole bunch of that stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And he comes up a lot cause he plays in a lot of pro-am, a lot of drew leagues, all, all those type of, and he be cooking cats. The man, he, he still got the jumper. He still got the bunnies. He yep. still got the body. Yep. The, that man is swole as hell. Yeah. And he's working out even harder now yep. because his goal is to get back to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I think that. As fans of basketball, we don't always know what happens in the locker room, right? And we don't know if some of these guys are just cancerous, right? And you, a person that we kind of feel that and we kind of see it on the outside right now is uh, little man Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. yeah. If, if he oh, cannot get back to his MVP form, how many smaller contracts does he get? Before he's out the league, right? I think next year may be his last year. Yeah, this, so? this, yeah. De- this Denver yeah. deal. This, if if he doesn't, somebody produce, threw him a bone. I think he he had a relationship with one of the coaches or somebody for Denver that, that's part of that Denver organization. They threw him a bone. Okay, I ain't yeah. know that. And, and and I like the fit there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like the fit there. I, I don't know where else in the NBA he really could have went. But I like the fit there. Moutier is starting PG, right? No, nah, Moutier is in New York. Moutier is no oh, longer he's in on New that York. Squ- yeah, yeah, he's no longer Damn, on that squad. That's right. Yeah, D- D- Denver silently has been making a lot of moves, but overall, I do like what Denver is doing. Um, and we'll see, man. Like I, I think I think Isaiah Thomas is literally fighting for his NBA life. But you can't go on whatever live program he was. And yes, call. I said Cleveland was hell. Yeah, it was a shithole or shithole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you can't do that stuff, um, especially like especially when people look at you as part of the problem last year right. with Cleveland. Yeah. 
Right. And, you know, and, and you managed to clean a little bit of that up in L.A., but then you got hurt. And then you, you were essentially done. And, you know, your hip was a concern, uh, well, was a concern prior to that. And, you know, LeBron, like it or not, I mean, the man runs the NBA. Yeah. And you're insulting his his city, and now he's going to Cleveland? Man, you, you, you can mess up your whole situation. So he needs to go to Denver, and he needs to ball out. Yes. Yep. He needs to be 15 and be a plus good teammate. Yes. He needs to be 15 plus points a game. Mm-hmm. You know, about 3 to 5 assists. Like he he need he needs to be a difference maker. He don't need to be the superstar cuz they have a lot of guys. But they he do. needs to be a difference maker. He yeah. needs to be the reason why those games that they lose by 5 6 points in the West, they're winning by 2 or 4 points in the West yeah. now. He need that that that's that's his yeah. role because Denver has enough skillful guys mm-hmm. that they can compete in in the West. But they can't get wins. He needs to be the difference maker as to why those close games translate into wins. If he can't be that, regardless if it's in a starting role or coming off the bench, he is done. Yeah. Done. Yeah, and, and they have a, a good thing going on in, in Denver, man. They all know their role. They mm-hmm. all, from from everything that I've seen, that I've heard and haven't heard, they get along with each other. Uh, there are no issues. So if all of a sudden he goes there – and they they were a play in game away from going to the to the playoffs last year, and if if all of a sudden they fall off with his presence there, that's not going to be good either. Nope. I think he has the shortest leash in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Let him say one bad thing. Let him have a mantrum on the court one good time. It's a wrap. And I hate to say it because obviously I'm a short guy. I have a big old chip on my shoulder. I talk some stuff on the court nowadays still, but. It is is your value? Does your value outweigh all of the extracurriculars? And right. at this point, like in Boston, we could do that. In Cleveland, mm-hmm. you had the leeway because of your year in Boston. Now, it's is put up or shut up. That's, yeah. it's, it's as simple for Isaiah Thomas. I think he just needs to focus on basketball. Forget forget the cities you playing for. Forget who you playing against. His focus needs to be win basketball games. And he also, I think, he needs to let go of the the hundred million dollar contract. Those That's dreams a is a wrap. I think at maximum, right? If because I think this is the this is the year to kind of rebrand himself. This mm-hmm. is the year to to try to make bigger bucks. He ain't gonna make the big bucks, but he can make bigger bucks. And I think you know you could pay him anywhere between eight to thirteen million. I think that I think that's the cap for him. So, I, you know, and I don't know if a team is going to pay him four years. Like, who, who wants yeah. four years of Isaiah Thomas? Nope. I don't think. I think the max he'll get is two years plus one, maybe. And isn't he almost thirty now? Yep. Yeah. Or yeah. is he thirty? Yeah. yeah late twenties, yeah. getting into that early thirty. You five nine. Right. You had a hip. Like you know what I'm saying? When you short, like you have to have a superpower. You got to be explosive. Like look at all of the little men that played in the league: Earl Boykins, Muggsy, Spud Webb. They all couldn't dunk like Spud, but they were all super quick to get to their spots, be able to jump enough to to to, to be mm-hmm. able to compete against guys that are six seven. Mm-hmm. And we have point guards like Lonzo is literally six 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 seven. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be able to compete against that for him to have the hip. I told I told y'all when it happened, man. I, I don't know if he's going to be the same guy. Mm. Um, well, anyway, uh, cool. Well, next time, Big Three, I'm going to have to go go check it out. Um, obviously, one of the 
biggest news stories uh, that's happened since we've been gone. Uh, Mello, man. Mello <laughs> signed with the Rockets. Uh, One-year deal, uh, according to Woj. Um, $2.4 million. Dollars. Uh, this has been rumored. Everybody knew he was going there. So Should have went to Golden State. Really? Why? If he was only going to make 2.4. Just get the ring. Get the ring. Be like, hey, man, I'm He Gucci. already paid. I feel you. So, I mean, it's not like no, the what, money was. No, no, no. Exactly my point. Go to Golden State. Pull a State. boogie. Pull a boogie. Go we ahead can, and pull I, that nah, boogie. We, it, nah. Plus, for, well, first and foremost, he, he already doesn't want to come off the bench. But but did you see that Houston is expecting him to come off the bench? We'll see. It's the time, and he he's open to it. Like you said, his whole goal is just to win. So he's open to anything. We went through those scenarios. Could happen. I don't know. Um, we got some great players on the team, so it's not it's like it's, it's not a slight. He said he's gonna let it play out. Are you gonna Are you cool with starting or benching? I mean, you're a legend for starting, but if he are you cool with either one? Just let it play out, though. I don't I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I just signed. Let me let it start. But every we all know what Melo Melo has he played for Dan Tony before? Yes, in New yeah, York. Yeah. In New York. And, and and that was a debacle. And they had issues. You know, uh, they bumped heads when they were there. You 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 know I've been right on a lot of personnel moves in 2018. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't be surprised if Melo doesn't finish this year on the Rockets. So he might end up getting traded by before deadline. He might get cut. Dang, you mean cut? They might be like, you got to go? You don't lose anything with 2.4 mil. You don't. You know. It's a veteran's minimum. Yep. Wow. You have that cow pole this he year. You playing but with year. his boy CP3? Look, here's the thing. It's not about CP3. It's not about James Harden. It's more so about Melo's ego and D'Antoni. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that Houston's brass is going to get rid of D'Antoni because of Melo? No. Mm. They'll get rid of D'Antoni if James had a Harden. Can, year last year with, you know. If James Harden said, yo, I don't want D'Antoni, D'Antoni's out of there. CP3 say, I don't want D'Antoni, D'Antoni's right. out of there. Right. Melo say, I don't want D'Antoni, Melo, you're going to get cut. Yeah, you're going to get cut. Right. Yeah. And you're probably just doing like CP3's your boy. You know, you're throwing him a bone. You mm. need some form of talent considering the talent that you lost, even though it was more offensive. I mean, more defensive than offensive. We know mm-hmm. Melo don't play defense. But. I don't know, man. I think they're starting off on the wrong foot by their disagreements between with his role. Right. And, you know, one of the things that caught my eye was they said he was competing for a spot on the team. Okay. I I, I think that's a lot of hyperbole. Melo ain't competing. Melo's on the squad. Like, like Melo, I don't care what team he's on. Or what team he's signed? How, how starting many, spot. How many, okay, spot. how many minutes do yeah. you think he might average, like, per game? I think it'll be 20 25. 20 to 25? Melo? Yeah. Oh, mm. Melo coming back? It's not that old Melo. Or is it the offense? So just a it, half. It, it, just it, a, pretty much a half worth of. Uh, yeah. Mm. And, and, and the reason why I say that is because for this squad, he's going to have to play three and four. For them to be super successful, he's not just going to be a three-man. He's not just going to be a four-man. He's going to have to split time in both of those places. And if he yeah. wants to start, he's going to start at the four. He's not going to start at the three. got Capella, right? Game? Yeah. Tw- 20 minutes. Minutes, oh, not points. Oh, 
Okay. I was wondering why you were so like, yeah, yeah. Back, yeah. So 20 to 25 minutes. Ago. Okay. Yeah. I asked okay. Him, how many minutes do you think you're going to yeah. play? Okay. Not yeah, points. No, yeah, Hell yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think, you know, Melo needs to be cool with 14 to 18 a game. That's, that's where he is in his career. I was going to say, I was going to say 16 to like about 19 a game. I was in that, in that range. Yeah. But in you know, how, how, how is he going to fit? Because I don't know. You're leaving um Westbrook, who was extremely ball dominant, to go to James Harden. With two ball dominant guys, really. Exactly. Well one ball but, dominant no, no, is a pass first. Well, you're talking yeah. about C P three? Like yeah. you gotta have the ball in his hands though. Yeah, C P has to have his ball. And so does James Harden. But they kinda but take turns. But. They they take turns, but you know, it was funny, I was just talking to my coworker today in terms of basketball and there's a big difference between being a good passer and a playmaker. Right. There's a big difference. Yep. Yep. And James Harden and CP3 are both playmakers. Yep. So even though they're ball dominant, they, they still create make, they, plays yeah, for create everybody points. else. Yeah. Now, the thing that Melo has to accept is that he's going to be a catch and shooter. He's not going to get many opportunities of, you know, being a ball stopper. Ball comes into me. You know, Melo loves doing this thing right, right here. Right, I like know. This. Jab, jab, pump fade, one dribble shot. You can't do that. When you get the ball, you drive or you shoot because you're no longer being a decision maker with the ball in your hand. When the ball gets to your hand, the decision has been made for you. But he hasn't done a good job of adjusting his career now. Right. To that style and of play. And what did I say before we start talking about Melo? Don't be surprised, Don't be surprised if you see him cut. him cut. Yeah. Man, if he get cut, you heard it first on Dead Sports. If this dude get Don't cut. Be surprised. People Don't be surprised. said it first. Man, in August. Talk about a career going down in I flames. know. Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony but here's reduced the thing. to nothingness. He, he, here, here, here's the thing, though. Do you, if he gets traded, gets cut, whatever, do you think – all other 2019s are going to let him just chill on the market. They're going to pick him up because somebody because, will pick him up. Yes. If 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 go to say hey hey Melo, do you do you want a guaranteed chip? With, like, do you just want to sign? You think he's going to say no? He's going to go to Golden State. Melo, from what I heard, he got a bit of an ego. He got some pride to him. Not, no, no, but look, if he gets cut thank like you, this, thank you, B. That's gonna clip that ego. Yep. So, so he it's needs. Gonna, he, he, it's gonna be his wake up. Yeah, it's a reality, a reality check. check. It's gonna be a reality check. You ain't what you think. He's gonna you be are. like, ah, oh, man, I ain't what I think I am. You know what? Durant and Dream might hit me up. Let me mm-hmm. go over there. Let me go over there mm-hmm. for two mil. Because if you look at the, the the rest of the landscape in the NBA, where is he gonna go? Right, like Melo at this point needs to be on a competing team. Right. So, so if we look at all of the competing teams. Is he gonna go to Boston? Boston's already, you know, they right. they 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 they, 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 they set at that position. That three four, yeah, that we, wing guy. Like we got Tatum, we got yeah. Gordon Hayward, we 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 yeah. good here. Got Jalen Brown, like we they good. good over there, right? Then you then and I'm starting in the east. Let's look at Toronto. Mm-hmm. Does he fit Toronto? Eh, I don't think he's gonna go north of the border. He's been there, done that in New York. They don't want him. I'm pretty sure he don't want to go back. Um, you look at Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn is a complete rebuild, lost cause. That's not going to happen. If you look at Washington, that's very interesting. I think that he can work there with, um, <clears throat> with the Dwight? likes of Dwight, Bradley, John Wall. You got the um, progression of Kelly Oubre and also Otto Porter. I think that he'd be the perfect four for them. That's that floor spacing four. Um 
go down to Miami. They're kind of in a in a peculiar situation. Does Melo help him? No. Does he hurt him? I don't know. So I, I don't think that he goes there. If he goes there, it's for lifestyle solely and saving that, you know, the sales tax or the uh, the, the, the state tax. Mm-hmm. Um Atlanta, we obviously traded yeah. for him and we got rid of him, right? So we wanted the draft pick from OKC. Uh, who else is in the East? Am I missing? Detroit don't want him. No, Detroit don't. He don't fit. Chicago no. don't want him because they're in a the rebuild. They got a lot of nice yeah. young talent. They don't want Indiana don't up. want him. Indiana don't want him. Nope. So 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 realistically, in, in the East, we said Miami, Milwaukee don't want him. Milwaukee don't want him. So Miami for lifestyle. So if we go to the West, obviously he's been in OKC. I think Pop. Would take anybody because anybody fits in San yeah. Antonio. Mark and Rosen, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Carmelo. That's that's firepower. I, I, even at this stage in Carmelo's career, that's still firepower. Lakers, Lakers is a possibility, obviously because of LeBron. But um, you know they have a lot of young talent. They just signed a lot of veteran talent. I don't know how you make all that work. But at the end of the day, it's about relationships. LeBron is the the king of the NBA, so you're gonna try to make him happy. So he may that may be a a, a landing spot. You know, Jerry West might take a might take a Clippers. flyer on him. Yep, Clippers. the Clippers might take a flyer on him. Um, who else is Portland? in the West? I think he fits best in Portland. So if it's about basketball, Portland. I think Portland. Yeah, because yeah, they could use him. Yep, because yeah, they, they, absolutely. They, they they need they need a three guy. He, even mm-hmm. he, he can still play his game. He want to be ball stop. You get it at, at the corner, think that would free be throw a, line. Right. You want post ups, whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? It gives them that guy that they've been missing from an offensive perspective at that wing position, that three mm-hmm. four position. But defensively. That takes them a big step backwards, but offensively, that's huge for them, and I think that that elevates Portland. Um, who else is out west? Denver. Um, no, Phoenix, that's no. Uh, He's been there, done that. He was drafted by Denver. Uh, Phoenix, no, because they're too much of a rebuild. He's not going back to OKC. So that's pretty much the West. Even if we might Memphis, he. Yeah. I, I doubt it. I, I, I think Melo's too Hollywood for Memphis. I, I, I just, from a city perspective, I don't see it. Uh, but, but to me, Clippers, LA, Portland, Minnesota. No, no hell. I was saying, I was saying no, no Minnesota. Like, they got the way towns. too much issues going on there. They really do. They really do. That's what I said. No Minnesota. Yeah. No Minnesota. So you know, we narrowed it down to about maybe twenty. Uh, oh, I said Miami. So maybe three to four teams that would take a flyer on Melo. Right. You now. know, I, I just. It was it was something you said like Melo needs to be on a, a contending team, um, but I also think that Melo, with his attitude, with um, his pride, with what he thinks his game is or still is, I think he. Um, if, if I'm him and championships isn't really that important, then why not go to a, a team that just needs somebody to fill the fill the scoreboard or fill the stands, you know, and put up your twenty twenty five. 20, 25 points a game. Let me ask you Let this. people be like, man, Melo still got it. No, nah, let me ask I'm you this, Ken. I'm going to give y'all two, before you go uh-huh. on, two more teams. Uh, Utah for Melo? Possibly. New but Orleans? Possibly. Okay. Those are those are possible. You, you got three You got three and three possibles. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, possible. Sound yeah. like a Spades game right yeah, there. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> three and three possibles, bro. It just depends how the, how the cars land. What was you about to ask Or you can go to a team on, on, on the edge like – or New Orleans, where they just need somebody to score. Yeah, like yeah, why? I think that's why a good why fit. not? Like why not keep your legacy up? 
But I, th- but I think at this point in his career, his legacy is better served with a championship, even at a reduced role. You know, because because you something you said is you know fill the stands. Ain't nobody going to go see no Carmelo Anthony, dog. He's not box office anymore. I, I think crazy. I think that's the reality. Just like D Wade, I know that's your homie, but D Wade is no longer box office. Meaning, not outside saying he's not valuable. Yeah. yeah, outside of Miami, he's no longer box office. It doesn't matter where he goes. He's he himself. But you know what? Is he gonna fill? The but stand. you know what? That means Melo doesn't have a home. No, he doesn't he have like an NBA home. He don't. That is crazy because he yeah. burned the bridge in in Denver. Yes, by asking to be traded, and yep. then he flamed out of New York because he couldn't turn that franchise around. Um, he doesn't have an NBA home. He doesn't, and, and, and I, I wouldn't say that he burned the bridge in Denver. I think that that was um, on both sides of, of, of that fence. Um, you know, George Carl. I think Masaya Jury, we see how he obviously handles mm-hmm. these situations now in Toronto. Um, and th- I, I think New York was all mellow. I, I think Denver was both sides, management and him. And I think that New York was all him because it was yeah. D'Antoni. Um, it was once they got – New York gave up a lot to get – because don't forget, that New York squad before they traded all of that to get Melo was like really nice. Mm-hmm. And they were competing and they were talking about Omari Stoudemire for MVP. Right. Omari was putting up right. almost 30 a game, shooting yep. over 50%. He sure was. Why? Because he got back with D'Antoni. And D'Antoni is a master. You give him a point guard and a big man, oh, he's going to work. He's over there going Phoenix with, with, with Steve Nash, exactly. Sean Marion. And, and Amari. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then look at what he did in, 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 in Houston. You got Clint Capella. You had James Harden. Now you added CP. And he made the CP thing work because I remember at the beginning of the season, I'm like, how? You, how? I, I don't know what that looks like. And it, it's not what I would envision how it was working, but it worked. It worked. And I think that Melo, man, I just think he he burned too damn too many damn bridges in the NBA. I think from a personal perspective, I also think from uh, organizations. So and, Phil Jackson was right. What was Phil Jackson? I mean, Phil about? Jackson was trying to get rid of Melo. Oh yeah, but Phil Jackson was right for trying to trade Melo, but I think New York was dumb to get rid of everything that they that they had. Do you remember? Because but I don't about, think they thought that at the time, though. How do you? We talking about when they got rid of what they had to get Mello from Denver, right? Bro, do you know how much they gave up? Wilson Chandler, Danilo Gallinari, just two. Those are two guys combined. When they play on the court together, they equal Mello. But you were trading for a superstar at the time. But Carmelo Ken, was he was that dude back no, then. No, I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm not saying he wasn't. But it goes it goes back to the point do 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 you want two or three stars, or do you want one or two stars and a super deep team? Well, I think at at that time, people thought Melo could be a guy that could elevate your team. So he could be two in one. You know, he, he was – I think No, he, he was. He was. He, he, was, had, he, he had was, that aura. Whether he was that, he was viewed as that, as the Wades and the LeBrons and, and stuff. You know, he was in that upper tier. But, but, let me, but, let me, but let me ask you this, right? Like, because – I think Denver only made the Western Conference Finals one time. And, and Billups came through and he changed everything. He he turned Melo into like a of professional. Course, yeah. Of course, of course, of so course. B- so Billups had a Billups major – yes. yes, he had a major impact on Carmelo Anthony's career, right? Do you not think that – And Billups that, told him not to leave. They, he said – Billups – okay, okay, all right. I'm getting to that. Don't you think that 
that Denver squad, how they were built at the time, was not better than what New York was once he got there and knowing what they had to trade to get him. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what does that say about Melo's character? It's never been about team. It's been about me and what I want and how and much money, money I want. Yep. You know, so 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 at this point, he's already proven all of that. He's proven he's a top five scorer all time in the NBA in terms of skill. Obviously, not in the numbers because he's barely top twenty. You see, he, I don't even think he's top thirty right now. You know, and we and we could fact check that. I'm not. I'm just going off the top of the dome, but he's proven that he's a guy like that. Mm-hmm. What's the next step? You know, and if he's complacent, oh, I got my gold medals, I got this, I got the all stars. I don't really need a ring to validate my career. Then it's then it's a lost cause, it, and that's sad. why I think if that's where he's at, man, you might as well just go somewhere so you can put up twenty twenty five a game, right? You know, and right. just be like, hey, I just didn't win one, didn't, yep. But I was still that dude. I can still put up thirty on any given night, you know. So um, I, at I don't this point, know. Ring shouldn't matter for him. You think you should just keep the. What he's it doesn't for seem like it does matter to yeah. him any anymore. Um, I don't know. I, 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 you know, we don't know what Melo is thinking. Um, we just know what he's shown us, and that he's shown us that it's always been about the money for him. Um, well, but yeah, two point four million doesn't say that. N- right. Well, because he, he got bought <laughs> right. out though. I feel you, so but I'm, hey, he I'm still got paid. But I, I, I think one of the because I Billups did a couple of interviews. Man, he said that that Denver team. He was like, we were right there. Yeah. He said we were right there if Melo just would have stuck with it. He said we we would have we would have we would have done something. So and but Melo wanted out. He wanted to go to New York. But and some people don't understand that winning a championship. LeBron just proved it. You know he's in Cleveland. Cle- who cared about Cleveland? Who cared about Cleveland like that? Once Elo and Darty and and uh, and all those other guys left. But you know. I don't want to say that winning was never important to Carmelo, but I feel that for guys that are superstars, right, have superstar ability, superstar talent, and they're considered like, you know, either the first or second option on their squad, something that you have to do is elevate others, you know. And and it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm a playmaker and I get everybody involved in this, that, and third, but setting expectations and holding people accountable to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would have been easier for Melo if he played defense. Right. And at this stage of his career, you know, he's older, even LeBron, you know, he's not, he's not the same defensive guy, you know? So obviously you, you lose steps in this, that, and the third, but at his prime, like it, it was never about that. So, so it, it, it begs the question, like how much did he truly want it? How, how much did he want it for everybody else around him? You know what I'm saying? Like, because you, 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 how many times did we see him leave it on the line defensively? You know, I, I don't know, no, man. No, no, no. Yeah, it, I, I know. I think Melo perceived his offense as his this best defense. You know, and and he just always felt like getting buckets was his thing, and he excelled at that. But he just didn't bring anything else to the table, and I think he felt that. Or it seemed or appeared enough. as if that was enough. Do you think that the college championship skewed his perspective in that? Somewhat, yeah. Somewhat, yeah. But come to Syracuse, hey, have they ever? Did they ever win a championship freshman? before Carmelo? Who Syracuse? Syracuse. Yeah. Or is that their only championship? Um, I know they don't have many. It's not like they have. Like it's not like they're Duke or 
you know, some right. you know, a perennial program like that. Obviously, they always competed in the Big East mm-hmm. way back in the day. But, you know, I, I definitely think him coming into Syracuse, you know, them not being able to get over the hump, you know, always making the tournament, but not, you know, you got the Jerry McNamara's of the world. I remember that squad. I used to like that squad. Yeah, and then I here comes too. Carmelo. See, yeah, that was the only championship. See? So yep. so so that's the only championship. He comes in there, he does the mellow thing, and they win. He comes into the NBA, he does the mellow thing, they make it to the playoffs. Then Denver is considered, you know, a powerhouse. Let's mm-hmm. let's be honest. Since the moment Carmelo was drafted, Denver was a different organization. They didn't make they have a, been. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it, so I, I don't know, man. I th- I think maybe that championship skewed mellow, you know, into thinking that maybe all I need to do is just play offense. It's such a shame, man. Mello was one of my favorite players in the NBA, man. I was a fan of him from college uh, during the Syracuse days. And um, just to see him go out like that or to go out like this. I mean, we, you know, the season still has to play out. And, um, and we'll see what happens. But to see his career just seemingly just see him. Fall off the map? Mm, I don't know. But anyway, um, B. Uh oh. Tiger. Uh-oh. Tiger, baby. I had a feeling you was going to say Tiger. I had a feeling you was going to say Tiger <laughs> just because you started smiling. Tiger, man. He he, he back, baby. He's still lost. How about you mean he I back? Mean, How he back? He, he didn't win. He got closer. He got I mean, a good he round. Yeah, he had he, a good round. He had an excellent He had two bad shots. Excellent round. He had a. A bogey and a double bogey, I yeah, think. Yeah, You take away that? But you can't take away that because he did <laughs> he it, can I mean, I'm just saying, He though. had a bad he Saturday. He had a bad Saturday. You can't say he backed Baby and he steps, major. baby. It's steps. Baby steps. No, nah, man. He Kenny. was close to winning Kenny. one major, and then the other one he was. This, this was a major. This was a yeah, major I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he almost won the other one, then he fell apart. And then in this one, he had a, a bad day. But he's still competing. He's competing Okay, again. but that doesn't mean back. Because for Tiger to be back, it means he's he winning. Majors. He, he winning majors. He, he He's just another guy right now. <gasps> Is he not? No. B. Ratings up 69% since, because, look, since look, Tiger came. Look, he's look, not look, just another look, guy. Look, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. If Michael Jordan came back to the NBA, ratings would go up. It's Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. It's a brand name. It's a name. It don't matter. It don't matter if Jordan came back and averaged six points now, a game. The ratings will be higher for Jordan now, games. If he win two of the four majors next year, he's then back. We're going to be like, okay, Tiger's back. He's if back. he wins two of the majors, because he still has it. He's still young. You can still you can play golf. Tiger can mm-hmm. still play golf in like 10, 11 more years. So he has to he has to win five majors to surpass. He Jack. can do that in in the next eleven years. Five majors though. Yeah. You know how tough that is. Come on, Cat. He has to get but... four to tie him and five <laughs> to surpass him. So I don't know if he's gonna surpass him. Now, will Tiger win a major within the next three four years? At this rate, I can say yeah. I can see him probably grabbing a mask, another green jacket. Or something because he's like, he's on the Masters or whatever, but well, um, he won't beat old boy. Old boy who? Old uh, boy. Speed? Jack. 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 Oh, you mean surpass him? Yeah. No, I don't think he's gonna surpass Jack. Man, he might. He might finish out with sixteen. So bad, I know he's gonna finish out with sixteen because I forgot Jack got eighteen and Tiger at fourteen. No, he's not gonna messing around with the woman. Not. Yep. So a ten year gap, Tiger been messing around. He could have been surpassed Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he he he. I mean, he could have been the Serena of yeah. of oh, golf. Yeah. 
Because yeah. I mean, a lot of people was projecting him to win 22 majors, like uh, when he, when it was all said. Before the scandal. Before the scandal. Of course. Yeah. And, and that's, that, that, that just shows you how the life can catch up to you. Yep. Right? Because when he had <laughs> yep. it all under control, you would have never known. You would have never known. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know. I didn't know. Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't follow golf, but obviously I follow Tiger. Everybody right. follow Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. holy crap. Who's this know guy doing all of this? Right. Right? So, so watching him and seeing his mannerisms, interviews, you would have never thought he was out here banging 30-point stars and having, you know, a whole bunch of chicks he keeping quiet with dough and all of this. and banging them point stars again, man. I think that's what it might be. And he might be getting he back might to the – he, hey, look, that's he where he married, might be look, back at. He ain't married. Look, he ain't married now. He might yeah. like shit. I'm about to just really just uh, go ahead. Jimmy, Jimmy G on. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. I saw that yeah, too, man. So look, I ain't gonna say he's back yet until he until he start. Back Tiger for me is him winning majors. That's yeah. what I need to see because I'm so used to that from from ninety seven from ninety six you know to two thousand eight. Even if you don't win, finish in the top three. Be be right there. He finished this Where one. He finished? He's like ranked twenty six. He was like second this this previous in this, in this, this PGA championship. He was second. Yeah, he was he's, second. he's 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 there. He's like on the edge. He just got to win now. Got to win. Got to well, win. I mean, no, the from ninety six to two thousand eight, we saw Tiger win. I know. And when he didn't win, he was like top three. And he was top three this weekend. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. I, I think like. Look at how far we've come with Tiger, right? There were people who thought he wouldn't even play anymore. And then when he played, they were like, oh, he looks awful. He looks awful. Yeah, I and, was one of them. And, and, me yeah, and Kyle. You me and Kyle. Kyle. You and Kyle. Me but I have, I have faith, man. Pro brother, man. And I, man, I, he don't even rep us. <laughs> he rep his Asian heritage. I bet he rep us now. <laughs> he better. He better. Unless I see him with some – I better see Tiger with some sisters. <laughs> Tyra Banks tried to push up on him. He ain't one of the Tyra Banks. Man, I don't Come know on, what man. thinking, but – but nah, he he's he's and I just felt that Tiger like Stephen A questions his competitive spirit based on his interviews that he's given now. I think the man's just been humble. Like yeah. I think life came at him fast, so he's just approaching things differently yeah. uh, now compared to the way he did in in the past. And sometimes you know I think it was, um, you know we were just talking about Melo. Sometimes when you realize you just ain't that guy anymore, mm-hmm. you got to approach things differently. Mm-hmm. And and um. And for most athletes, right, like it comes gracefully. It comes, you know, step by step, mm-hmm. decline by decline. Yeah. I can I can manage, okay, I don't have my first step or I don't have this swing or whatever. You know how to, like, compensate for that. It, it, Tiger got Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, came yeah. from up top and it came down hard and yeah, he was not ready. You know, it's, it's kind of like Grant Hill. You know, right, like when Grant Hill got hurt, and he kept trying to come back, kept trying to come back. Mm-hmm. But when he was finally healthy and he actually played for Phoenix, he was a shell of himself. And then the thing is mm-hmm. mentally, because yep. you got to mentally prepare for that. Because I can't speak for B, but I know I can speak for me. Like me playing basketball now, I can't turn that corner the same. I, I can't get around defenders like I once did. But because it's been gradual. I know what I could do to overcompensate for me not being able to turn the corner. For yeah, Tiger, you adjust. You adjust it, your I've adjusted. Game. Yep. Tiger didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then the surgeries. Then he have a spinal uh, yeah, surgery. fusion. Yeah, yeah like, fusion like, back surgery or something like that. So, so he's had major, major injuries. Not only, um, you know, the the the, the image hit and you know the whole drug abuse mm-hmm. and all of that. It, it, it was a lot, and he fell off Mount Olympus straight to the bottom. He became a joke. 
He did. He did. Yeah. So, you know, to to climb back up is going to be tough. But the only way we can truly say that Tiger is back, he got to win something. Got to win. Because he hasn't won since since the debacle. 2008. He hasn't. How how long does that be? 2008. That's a decade. decade. This dude hasn't won a decade. Remember on that bad knee he won at U.S. Open? Remember he hit that crazy-ass chip shot? That was the 2008 U.S. Open. And I saw some of those misses he had, man. Them them things look like me out there, bro. Like, you know, just just So he got to win. He got to yeah, win. He got to win, man. This was this, unfortunately this was the last major of this year, so you're gonna have to wait till next year for the for the next. So eleven year years and counting. So, yeah, because yeah. I think he uh, and I saw something when I was putting the other show that said he's done. So he's done playing golf this year for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah no so, more majors. Yeah, yeah. So he probably, which because he's tuning in for next major, mm-hmm. and all. and that makes sense, right? Because yeah. yeah, I think if you if, if you're Tiger and you evaluate where you were. Obviously, leaps and bounds now right. compared to then. But then you look at this year and be like, "Man, I was right there." And no more majors. Then all you do is sitting for the rest of the rest of the year. You have to be your confidence has to be coming back. You be like, and then that that fire, that that hunger. Because I think Stephen A is right about this. People are not afraid of him anymore nah. because of how bad he was playing. Yep. But now that he's come close. Man. People probably would start to see Man. him as a threat Ty, again. Ty nah. used to get in fool's head so much. You can be, you can go into Sunday up by five or six strokes. That wouldn't have mattered. Nope. Tiger was gonna hunt you down. Yep. If Tiger had that red Nike shirt on. Yep. Was, <laughs> with the white check. With the white check, he yep. had the red shirt with the white check. That's when you know, because it was it was like a mental thing for him because he never wore the red on on Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. But come Sunday. Tiger put on that red. You like, oh snap! <laughs> here he. It's like here he come. It's like Jordan and two minutes yep. left to go. Here yep. he come. Yep. Oh man, it's all mental, man. It's all mental at that. It's point. all mental. Yep. And, and, and and going going, you know, adding to that point, Michael Jordan had it. Mike Tyson had it. Yep. LeBron, yep. I think he has it yep. to a certain degree, a little yep. different. Kobe, Larry like, Bird, Larry Bird, Magic. Yeah. You know, all them. Like like the greats have a way of mentally psyching you out before they even open their mouth. Just the mere, just the mere look of them, mm-hmm. their jersey, the red polo, mm-hmm. j- just so, whatever's iconic. Because because each one of those guys have something that's iconic, and when you get that mentally as a competitor, you you get shook a little bit. Even even if you're trying to display all of the confidence in the world, yeah, I got it. As soon as that guy Tiger hits a couple of. Uh, um, uh, um, birdies or something like that to start hunting you down. When Jordan start, you know, mm-hmm. they down eight with two minutes to go and he mm-hmm. make three straight. Yep. They, psychologically, you're like, oh man, here it come again. So it doesn't matter how much confidence you had at the beginning, you automatically think, oh, here it goes again. And that's it. You're Once that creeps into, it's a wrap. Tiger don't have that no more. I think, this is what I think, I, I think that Tiger put people on watch. I think just by coming close, they're like, "Oh, I snap. think they put, yeah, yeah," and that's why you know you'd be like, "Hey, look, there are people that can walk away and be like, man, I beat Tiger,' you know, but you didn't technically beat Tiger, but you beat a, you know, a shell of Tiger." But I think he's put. I definitely think he's put people on watch. I think he's starting to get fear in people's in people's. I think I think they I I not fear yet, but I think they're on watch because. And all he needs is one. He gets one. It's over. It's over. But but do you think it depends on how he wins versus just him winning? In, in terms of trying to get this mental competitive edge. I right? think just winning one 
just getting over the hump for Tiger will be enough to instill that confidence in him. I see what you're saying. Like, if he came back, roaring back, mm-hmm. like classic throwback Tiger, and, and won, I, yeah, that may put him on a whole other level. <laughs> you know, because all of a sudden he'd be like, man, I still got it. Like, I think he's, he's saying I still got it, but there's a different way of saying I still got it when you – you know, when you can come back and, and beat somebody down. Now, and that's actually a good point now that you bring it up, because if he does do the Roaring Tiger comeback, then all of a sudden he could put fear in the other golfers because that was part of Tiger's edge over other people. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I think let's, let's, I think for me it was a process, right? Let's compete for a major. He competed. Now let's win one. You're four away, and then, you know, from there we'll see what happens. But at least just get one and then move on from there. Move on from there. There were people saying, well, I mean, you and Kyle. So you think, you think if he get one, it's to be like that weight off his shoulder? I think, think? It, I think it could be. But I think he got weight off his shoulder by being close to one. Yeah. You know, right. and, yeah, so. I, I think there's a lot of weight off of his shoulder once he was competitive again. Yeah. Because he's been competitive for some time now. It's just he hasn't won. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't looked this good either. Yes, so, right. So it's been a process of him getting to this point. Mm-hmm. But I, I think just him being able to compete at this level is a little bit of weight off of his shoulders. I think once he gets the first win, because I do, I do, and I hope that he does, but I do think he's going to get one. And I think what that does is it kind of resets expectation, mm-hmm. right? And I think that mentally what that does is – for anybody that competes at that level and, and, and they're dominant the way Tiger was, that hunger, that appetite might be might, might be enormous after that first one, you know? And, 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 and I think for Tiger, it's more of a physical thing than a mental thing. You know what I'm saying? But I think that by winning that championship, mentally, it gets him back to where he was. Physically is now where he has to pull that stuff mm-hmm. together. Yeah, because because it's 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 the physical toll of the of the PGA tour and all of that stuff. So I, I you know I, I think that he can get one more. Do you think he can get four or five? I think he can get four or five. Man, you I you, think you, he can. you you putting a How, lot of faith in him, man. Look, I I do, man. I believe in my brothers. I believe in my brothers. But I I just think. Let me ask you: Do you have faith in him because he's a brother? Is that where your faith is coming from? He won't even rip us. It's not, it's beyond that, B. Um, okay. <laughs> um, do I have faith in him solely because he's a brother? Um, I believe in. I don't know. I don't think so. But I just believe in 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 Tiger. Maybe, 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 maybe. I really do want him to 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 beat Jack. I really do. I, I think that would be a hell of a, an accomplishment. Like I, I was, I, I felt some kind of way be when he did did not represent us. Yep, I did. But at the end of the day, he can't, he can't bleed. I mean, he could bleed his skin, but he is who he is, and he looks how he looks. And um, and he got us black people more involved with the golf. Um, so he introduced golf to the masses of people. He introduced golf to the hood. Like that's what Tiger was, Tiger was doing. So. Um, so yeah, and I, I just want Tiger to do it just for all the naysayers out there, not necessarily you and Kyle, but just everybody else, like these big time pundits and people that, uh, just wanted to beat the man while he was down. Everybody that was beating the man while he was down, 
um, his, his depths of despair that waited and wanted and relished in Tiger falling off that way. Like this was they they were so envious of him. This was their opportunity to get back, and um and so it would be great and it's good to see Tyler come back and compete at this level again. Um, moving on to some football because we're a couple of weeks away. Preseason kicked off um, last week, I want to say, and um and you mentioned a couple of weeks ago that this Khalil Mack situation in Oakland is crazy. And it is weird. It is weird about the day. The longer and longer this thing stretches out. And now there are reports coming out that he may end up in Green Bay. What? Bruh, are I, you serious? Look, look. Yes. For, 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 first and foremost. First Green and foremost. Bay? Yeah, because there uh, there's a connection to the coaching staff or something I read mm-hmm. that is a possible. I think it's the GM. I think the new GM in Green Bay, he was close to Khalil. I think he, dra- I think he was part of the – Oakland um, uh, brass once they uh, drafted him and everything, but 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 here 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 here's the thing, man. I look, love John Gruden, mm. love him, love him as a coach, love him as a TV guy. I think I like him more as a TV guy than a coach now, because there's no way that you have a top three defensive player. Right. And, and 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 maybe he's not the best defensive player overall. Maybe you can name some other guys. It's I'm not going I'm not here to argue that. But I know he is top 3 pass rushing guys in the NFL. I know that for mm-hmm. a fact. And there's no way in this NFL when it's so quarterback centric, so pass happy that you let somebody like that walk in a trade. A guy like that Damn. leaves via free agency. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, like, you got to get the prime of him because you drafted him. There's – I don't get it. It is extremely weird. Um, if I'm David – I'm surprised David Carr has been uh, as quiet as he has been. I know. Because, because you, at the end of the day, you're the face of that franchise. You, as much as Khalil Mack is the face of the franchise from a defensive perspective – you know, David Carr is the face of that franchise. And he, I think, needs to speak out on this. Mm-hmm. And I think that he needs to have a sit-down with John. And, and and they need to hash this out and be like, hey, man, I don't care what it is. Y'all need to bring this guy back. Because if if I was David Carr and they trade Khalil Mack, I'd be like, you can trade me next because I ain't staying here. And that's so weird for me to say that a quarterback would want to be traded because his defensive star is traded. Right. But that's how you build – because Oakland was at the bottom of the bottom. And they got their quarterback, and they got the defensive ace, their defensive captain. Didn't they get drafted in the same year? Or was it like back-to-back years? Or was it I the think same it was something like back-to-back years. Back-to-back years. How often are you able to do something like that? Mm-hmm. Establish the foundation for your offense and your defense in back-to-back years. Yo, I, this is super weird. This is reminiscent of the Al Davis, Oakland Raiders, and and not in a good way. Well, when you have a ten-year contract, you know you can do stuff like this. But when oh, you have a, group? Yeah, yeah, but when you have a ten-year contract, you will want to kind of start out on the right foot by winning, and you definitely know that you need defense to win in, in this NFL. And a guy like him of his caliber, and they're saying that, you know, there was a, a theory going around that they were waiting for Aaron Donald, which is another uh, weird one, uh, that he hasn't been signed yet. Um, 
And I think it's the way the it's the structure of his contract because I think he wants his money on the back end mm-hmm. and not the front end, um, which makes sense because that's when you're about you're probably about you have a couple of years left, you mm-hmm. know, in the NFL. Um, so he wants that type of security. But you know, for for Gruden to Gruden's Gruden's tenure in Oakland has already been weird. You get into it with the punter of all people and say he's too flashy. And you cut him, um, and then this happens. And David Carr, you know, De- David or Derek? It's David, right? David. David right? loves. Is it Derek? Yeah, yeah, quarterback. You know, was, was David the Houston quarterback? You thinking of Derek Carr? No, no, no. Who's the Oakland quarterback now? Carr, his brother. But which Carr, B? I'm about to, I'm about to tell you now. This fat check. This fat check here on Dan Sports. I wonder. Is it? No, it's D car. Okay, it's D car. Yeah, but I got y'all coming. Go, go ahead. Keep but going. um, Derek, Derek Carr. So Derek, okay. D R E K. But yeah, but um, but yeah, I'm just reading here on Pro Football, uh, Pro, Pro Football Talk. It says uh that Gruden publicly is is vowing to get uh, Mac back, but um, I don't think they have the money. I think they just don't have the money to sign him to a long-term deal is what it looks like it's saying here. So they may have to trade him. And I think that's why I'll Franchise, start. You, you have the option to fran- – when you draft a player, and even if you don't have the side of cap or whatever, you can franchise somebody. And that will buy you a year to cut or trade or get rid of the people you need to get rid of so that way you can find your defensive star. So there, where there's a will, there's a way, Ken. There's all, in professional sports, there, where there's talent – you can I sign agree. Him. I just don't think they value Mac the way that and everyone that, else. And is. that's where they're absolutely one thousand percent off their rocker. How, yeah. how do you not like in, in this in this era of football? If you don't have a pass rusher, at least one, it's a wrap for you. It's mm-hmm. a wrap. Imagine playing uh, Tom Brady and you don't have a pass rusher. He's gonna pick you apart. Drew Brees with no wide receivers is going to pick you apart. Matt Ryan with every offensive, the most offensive weapons in the NFL is going to pick you apart. He's, they're going to score 40 on you. Russell Wilson with really no true weapons because I can't even call uh, Graham a, a real weapon because he's been lackluster since he's been with Seattle. He really has been. But Russell Wilson to pick you apart with nobody. You, so, 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 not having a pass rusher when you have a top three pass rusher, like, come on, man, you you, you got to sign him. Yeah, and that's the thing when you got guys like him that can, because it's not guys like this don't come come no. around very often. They you, they don't fall off trees, no. man. These, nah. So when you got guys like him, um, Derek Thomas back in the day, Lawrence mm-hmm. Lawrence Taylor, mm-hmm. you know, Von, Von John Miller, Randall, John Randall, Reggie White, Reggie White, you have to pay them. Let, let, let's not forget uh, um, who are the bookends in, with, with the Colts. Uh, Dwight Freeney, who was the other one? Mathis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> think, think about how overall bad, right, that Colts defense was. But because of those two guys, they gave Peyton the ball more often than not because they were able to sack and they were able to create fumbles. How did they win? How did the Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl? And this guy's not an elite player, uh, but how did they win the Super Bowl? A defensive stop. Yep. A guy got on Brady and made him fumble the ball, yep. mm-hmm. and they won the Super Bowl. And and it came down to that because they were running up and down the field scoring on each yep. other. But it came down to one play. You gotta you gotta be able to get to the quarterback. 
Yep. So that, that yeah, I, I, this is weird, man. Um, but and, and, and let me make a point. Yeah. You got to be able to get to the quarterback without sending the whole dang house. Exactly. Yep. Because 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 the best quarterbacks you blitz them, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a wrap. So if you can with your front four or maybe five guys get penetration and penetration and, and, and continue to put pressure on that quarterback, that's that's how you build the defense. It starts on the line. Even the offense, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. starts on the line. It starts yep. in the trenches. Offensive line, defensive line. They're two of the most important parts of building a football team. Um Des Bryant, I know we were tweeting, I mean texting, I'm sorry. We were texting that Des Bryant didn't want to visit Cleveland, but now there's a report that he is going to go visit Cleveland. Um, it got me to thinking, though, like, why are you shaking your head? Because I was right on him, too. And um, I think that I, – I, I don't know if Cleveland's going to pick him up. But I, I don't I – don't, I think any they should, team, though. Any team that picks him up, I don't think he finishes the year there. I, I just I think that's where Des Bryant is because you I think he's going to overstay his welcome, and I don't think I think he's going to be like To where his production no longer meets the all of the stuff you got to deal with. It just it it won't. All of all of the stuff. How true is all of the things that we think teams are dealing with? Though? Well, let, okay, let, 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 let's. There's a stigma, right there. If you're a great wide receiver, for the most part, you're probably going to be – you're going to have diva tendencies, Mm -hmm. right? Can we all agree Des Bryant had diva tendencies? He just wanted to win. (laughs) Boy. He said he just wanted to win. But he had diva tendencies. I give you that. I give you he wants to win. But he had diva – Keyshawn Johnson had diva tendencies. Give me the damn ball. Throw me the damn ball, whatever it was called. So so every great wide receiver is going to have diva tendencies. But you put up with it because they put up numbers. They, 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 you know – Make the defense have to adjust. You you have to game plan for this guy. We got to throw two guys over there or else he's just going to cook whoever we got, right? Like, that's the reason why you pay these guys. Mm-hmm. He's no longer that. Why is he that? Now I hear all the football experts. The first, drops. And have you, gonna... not, you need to pull up YouTube and pull up a Des Bryant drop montage. Because, Ken, he's getting hit in the numbers. He's turning into T.O.? Yes. Yes. He 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 can no. Are longer. we sure it's not the quarterbacks, Tony? Because he got off when when Tony Romo was the QB. Look, I, as I, much I, as I love Dak, I put it to you like this: Tony Romo is is better than Dak in a sense that he can throw guys open and he can fit stuff more into windows that you didn't think were open or they're just super narrow. Tony Romo will get that there. Dak is more of a. I know where you're gonna be, so so I'm 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 gonna throw it where you're gonna be open instead of throwing you open. If that mm-hmm. may if that no, makes yeah, does, sense, yeah. right? That, I think that was the biggest difference between the quarterback wide receiver relationship between the two quarterbacks and the same wide receiver. But when you look at some of the drops he's had, it's egregious. It's it's ugly. Just like um, uh, Roddy White. Roddy White. He's on Roddy White's level. Roddy White. Once upon a time, when Mike Vick was here, he was nice. Mike Ryan came aboard. He was the guy. And then what happened? He started dropping passes. He he was. Ryan was dropping passes before Vick. I think it went. I think it went the other way around. No, 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 no. He started what? catching when Matt Ryan got here. He he yeah, he had Roddy the dropsies. White. Yeah, he, White, yeah. He had the dropsies at first, but it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. He got better, and then he fell off a cliff. 
Then he started dropping the ball again with with in the, in the easy ones. And, and see, I think that's the thing that that kills wide receivers is 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 not when you know you used to make the play where you jump to over two three guys and you make that play. And now you can't make that play, but the slants, the comebacks, the outs, you still make those plays. Mm-hmm. They'll find a place for you. Look at Larry Fitzgerald; he's still in the league, right? Yeah. And do you hear about him? Nah, he just out there getting them yards. He's a yards. different type of dude. I understand that. But even if he was Des Bryant diva level, he'd still be in the league somewhere. Guarantee. Why? Because he still he catches the ball. The ball. Yep. Des Bryant don't catch the ball no more. That's why he's out the league. And I told you he wasn't going to be on no dang team. You did. He did. <laughs> like, this is. So you really think he's not when the start of the season come, he's not gonna be on Omar's roster? I don't think so, but even if he is, because there there might be a team that gets desperate enough, I don't think he's gonna make the whole season. That's just me. I I, I don't think he's gonna make the whole because I think he's gonna Dude, overstay as well. Mind my lines picking him up. I wouldn't mind. Look, it it'll take an injury, and even then I still probably still, don't think yeah, injury. they'll pick him up because why not go to Green Bay? No, nobody wants Derek. Here's what's here's what's really happening. I'm gonna tell y'all what's happening. Go to Cleveland. Nobody don't don't see it, but I see it. The problem. This is Colin Kaepernick's fault. The <laughs> co- the problematic Negroes are no and and To. These teams don't want to deal with problematic Negroes anymore. Because To To stuff in the Hall of Fame, they already they already trying to put a stop to that. They already saying like you're gonna have to agree to come to the ceremony once like when you inducted when you the finalist. You gotta agree mm-hmm. that you're gonna come to the to the. They, they can't do that. Yeah, I, but this is NFL. I know, and this is why they suck, man. Yeah. That's they, why, and that's they why suck. NBA is. That's why NBA is like just surpassing them. Like they, they, that's why the NBA. That's why the NBA is just more and more. They, like what you say, Ken? They the most Google. Every time you look up, NBA is the most Google stuff. Everybody yeah, looks yeah. Their searches NBA. are high. Nobody's looking at. Nobody's checking for NFL no more. Yeah, but they um. Yeah, it's just it, it's, right. it's holding on, but like, yeah, problem, yeah. Old they need a new popularity popularity is 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 holding on to them. Um, you know, at one point in time, like look, baseball was king at one point. So I right. hope the NFL don't think they can't be replaced because right. they can. Right. But um, but yeah, I, I think the, I think we're entering into the problematic problematic Negro era of football where they were like, you know, if y'all show look, they were talking about Odell Beckham. Like they were saying, we don't want to deal with Odell Beckham Jr. anymore. The Giants, they didn't really? want to. Yeah, they. Yeah, they, I think they were talking about. They were trying to trade him. That talent. Yes, absolutely. He was on the trade block for a little bit, but think about why. Problematic Negro. But it wasn't just that, though. It wasn't just that. It was about performance. When what performance? Breaking your leg and not being able playoffs. What the playoff game? Wait a minute. Whoa. Okay. But it's everything that happened before that playoff game, too, Ken. Oh, you one of them, too? Well, you, you're a boat about, truther, too? Talking about when he went to the boat thing? Yeah, whoa, 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 Ken, Ken. Oh, Ken. Tony Romo, and I did kill him for it, but Tony Romo went on a vacation the week before. You know what, Ken? He I played in the playoff I game. I don't care if Michael Jordan stayed up till 6 in the morning Which he gambling, has done. And what does he do? He had the flu game. There ain't no excuse you going to come out here and get this work. It don't matter. When you when you're at that level of athlete, a superstar like that, it don't matter what you do. I don't care that Odell went to Miami and partied up with his whole team. The fact that he stunk it up. The, next the day. fact that he stunk Stunkin it up. up. Yep. You could trace it back to that. Did yep. anybody ever question Michael Jordan's gamble in the prime of his career? Did anybody question anything Michael Jordan didn't know? Obviously, social media and all of this, it wasn't the same. 
but still, we rarely got any headlines. Man, that would have been interesting if we had some. Yes, like that would be crazy. If, ooh. But we never got headlines. Why? Because Jordan performed. It didn't matter if he was sick. It didn't matter if he stayed up. It didn't matter if him and Juanita got into it. It didn't, it didn't matter, Ken. He still dropped 30 on your favorite defender. And that's what I, Odell need to do. I do not believe the boat had anything to do with his performance but, on the but field. But Ralph saying is like because he had a bad game, they're going to tie that. They team. are using gonna, that against him. But if he would have bought out, then what? They, what can they say? What? It would have been it's, an argument. It's it's okay. Let's just okay. Fine. Let's just say that is part of it. Not whether or not it caused it, but the perception of yes, it. Yes, it's part right, of it. So we'll add that. And then you add the video with the white substance. Right. And then you add the pissing on the field. And then you had the, the net incident. Problematic Negro. He's a problematic Negro. They were like, I don't care how good you are. We, we are not dealing yeah. with this foolishness from you guys. Like we, we're you not, people. We, we're not going to deal with the Michael Irvins of the world no more. Pretty yeah, much. No it's more. A, it's, it's a done. different era. We want yeah. the Larry Fitzgeralds. But, but we want me, the AJ Greens. But let yeah. me ask you this, though. As an organization, what other leverage do you have to kind of give them that reality check, right, before the reality check? What else could the Giants have done? Put them on some type of program? That, that stuff don't work, Ken. We know that no, don't work. it doesn't work. work. I, I right? agree. So, so if I'm the organization and you're my player, and I know you're talented as heck, and you're causing me all of these problems, hey, bro, we might you on the trading block. Because what does that do for you? Scramble all it is. You got to get that right. It, de- it depends because I know that. Number one, my game is still my game, so I'm gonna go ball out wherever. And somebody's why didn't you ball off on the playoff game? Somebody's then? gonna pay well, we me. needed you. Somebody's because going to pay me for I understand, my game. I, I understand all of that, it, it, but it ain't gonna be us. It, it, it don't have to be y'all, but okay. well, when I see y'all, though, it and, will and be fine. on y'all, <laughs> and that's fine. That's what's gonna happen. And, and regardless, even if you left via free agency, that that's what you're supposed to do. I'm your former team. You're supposed to have a chip on your shoulder. I understand that. Trust me, we'll go draft. Two, three corners just for you, bro. Just for you. Oh, I'll cook them, too. That's cool. I'll cook them, That's too. Cool. They can get but this, But at the too. end of the day. And I'll piss on them while I'm doing wow. it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, again, from the organization standpoint, what leverage do I have to hit you, to slap you with a reality check before a real big reality check? How? I, 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 what else am I going to threaten you with? Because obviously you've pushed me to that edge. And with Odell being bigger than life, with Odell being and basically a NBA type star in the NFL, mm-hmm. um, and his brand and everything he does directly tied to being in New York, yeah, I can see him pausing a little bit when they threaten to get rid of him. Because I don't know if you're a Brown, which, you know, Landry is talking about him. Will, you know, he wants to come there or he'll be willing to play there. Uh, are you still Odell Beckham in, as a Cleveland Brown? You know, because in New York and you make plays, they're going to love you. But I, honestly, I think Odell Beckham's talent, it don't matter what team he's on, he's going to be Odell. I, but will you be – will your brand be as big yes. in Cle- as a Cleveland Brown? And you're not, not – with, okay. that same, with let, the let, same record? Let me, okay. let, 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 me, let me clarify my statements. If he was drafted by Cleveland – no. If he goes to Cleveland, yes. Because New York did have a part in that. I give you that. I agree there. But it's not all New York. So the transfer. 
it'll tra- it'll transfer now because it's established. And, and exactly. Because his brand is established now. We know what Odell is. I'm saying that if he would have been drafted by Cleveland, he still would have been Odell. I just don't not at this level. New York elevated that. But now that it's here, it ain't going here. It don't matter what team he play for. It's still going to be here as long as he's able to produce. And at the end of the day, the point that I'm really trying to drive home is that champion or, or, or Hall of Fame guys, guys that we revere as the best, their name, right, their, their brass, their balls is made in the playoffs. It ain't the regular season. What has he done in the playoffs? He's been once. <laughs> How many times did he drop the ball? What, once? Twice? What? what? In that playoff Odell. game? You're he had talking- two drops. He had one on third down, which was crucial, right? <laughs> if I remember correctly. Ken, Ken, he had, I think he had more than two drops, and they were, ag- he was wide open. Ken, we, we done see this man jump over people, through people, catch the ball on this with side of fingers. your body here with three fingers. Come on, Ken. <laughs> Come on. That No, that is unacceptable of a guy. Can you imagine if Randy Moss did that? What we would have been saying about Randy Moss? Yeah, Randy Moss did get off in the playoffs. Come on, all of the greatest. T.O. T- all of the Jerry Rice. Four or five touchdowns in the Super Bowl. That's how you become legend. The regular season stuff, that's cool. In the social media era, it's always, I can still pull up that first catch that put him on the map. That's cool. But to be a Hall of Famer, to be a true legend of the game, you got to do it in the playoffs. And he had one opportunity. I understand that he hasn't been there multiple times. But what if that's his last opportunity? So, what if he never makes the playoffs again, Ken? Giants didn't make the playoffs this past year, right? Nah. Hell no. Hell no. Everybody so, was hurt. So 2017... Uh, this is this was Odell Beckham's uh, stat line in the New York Giants game. Uh, four receptions for only twenty eight yards. He was R- Randy was getting that like like per touchdown. I mean, it was Eli. <gasps> <laughs> what kind of routes were they calling? Hey, can you need your own podcast called <laughs> The Apologist? <laughs> yep, twenty eight yards tied for his second fewest in any game of his career. Does this show he, how many he, drops? He was targeted eleven times. Four out of eleven. Yep, four out of eleven. For twenty-eight yards. Yeah, under. Come on, and and, and for real. No, no, this is for real. There's a lot of guys that you know for for every any odd reason they don't make the. What if he don't make the playoffs no more, Ken? Which could happen because you know Barkley got shut down after that thirty-nine yard run he had. Mm Mm-hmm. So so now he's questionable. So you see why he had three first quarter drops in that game. First quarter, Ken. He was nervous. It was his first playoff game. What do you expect? I'm just saying. <laughs> just, just looking it up. Just doing some fat checking. That's all I'm doing. I mean, we, we he dropped the whole game. He had three drops the first quarter, Ken. The first quarter, bruh. Like, come on, Ken, look. We can't, we can't make excuses for that. Because would you would you agree or disagree? He's great. No, yeah, Odell Odell can ball, man. What those numbers tell you? He had a bad game. <laughs> he had a bad game. <laughs> but you know, you know what? Though? Okay, fine. I give you that. Every he's human, but he can't have a bad game in the playoffs. 
He can't have a bad game after coming off of that Miami boat trip. No, I, 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 that was a bad look. That was a bad look. I hate that happened because I knew people like you and everybody else. It's was not gonna... people like me. You know what? Ken? If this man would have went eleven targets, nine catches for a buck twenty-five and a touchdown, hey, bro, when are we going back to Miami? <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? It's not. It's not a topic of discussion. And I'm not saying I'm not one of those people that directly link it to that, but. Because you didn't perform, and it's not even about the wins and loss. If he would have had nine catches, 120 yards, one touchdown, and they lost by 40, is anybody going to say anything about that trip? You got to perform. You want to be the superstar. You want to live a superstar lifestyle. You got to perform when the lights are the brightest. And that that was the brightest lights of his career up yeah, until this that point. Was this moment. Uh, he could have put up, but now he got to shut up. So, But either way, problematic Negroes. You got to be humble. Watch, we're in the problematic Negro era. Let me let me ask y'all: Do you think um, the NFL ever have a black commissioner? No, mm, no. I'm putting put in my application. Okay. No. Let me see. Let me see. I would see NBA probably Especially make, do that before. Oh yeah, the NBA before. definitely. The NBA might have a woman commissioner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? A, like they might have a woman head coach. <laughs> they they might have a transgender commissioner. Like it, like yeah. for the NBA, it don't matter. Yeah, hey, they don't you, give a damn. You, you the best one for the job. Come yep. Yep. Come on. It don't yep. matter. It don't matter. Yep. Especially after this anthem stuff, which y'all need to really stop protesting. Just put your boots on the ground and get to work. But um but yeah, after this anthem stuff, they're not putting no Negro in office. <laughs> they, mm. No, that's nope. not gonna happen. Nope. Um did you guys catch any of uh Mayfield or Sam Darnold preseason? I did. You didn't? Oh yeah, no, no. Um you said the last name it threw me off. Baker, yes. I I know him by his first name. I'm sorry. But no, I did I didn't catch Sam Donald. Uh but I did watch Baker. You know, watching a whole bunch of uh sports people mm-hmm. is is so interesting to see how how on either side of the fence people are. Oh my god, he's the great. Very oh, polarizing. that's not enough. And, and this is like, look, man. What did we know about Baker coming in? We knew he was small, mm-hmm. right? We knew he was tremendously accurate, um, and, and we knew he could play the game. And I think he's proven that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, you know, I hear some some people say, "Oh, well, was he worth worth the first round first pick? Maybe, maybe not." But I tell you this: I haven't seen a young player that accurate in a very long time. That, maybe not since Drew Brees. That 55-yard mm. touchdown, he put yeah. that on he the put money. That, on the money. that one the, and the comeback when, when when he scrambled out of the pocket to the right? Th- yo, look. I play quarterback with my short self. I know y'all go ahead and make the 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 the, the comments and all of that lively. I played quarterback and cornerback, started both ways in high school. And and I still got a little bit of arm. Let me tell you that that rollout, that's not easy, man. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Let me tell you, that, that rollout is not easy to put it the way he put it on the money. Uh, so I, I definitely think he's going to have success. Um, is he going to be the best quarterback, you know, five, six years from now? I don't know. I'm not going to make that type of polarizing statement. But I know he could play the game. I, and yeah. I think that he's the best quarterback they've drafted, you know, since I've, since the Browns came back. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we talking Tim Couch. We talking, uh, obviously, Johnny. They you thought know, Tim Couch was going to be the man. Uh, um, they sure did. <laughs> oh, man. man. Did it, did it, man. Was that Miami or was that Cleveland? Who who drafted Josh Heupel? I think that was Miami. Um, yeah, that was Miami. 
Damn, who, 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 uh, McCown, that's who I'm trying to think of. You know, they drafted McCown. Like, they, they drafted a lot of guys to get the franchise guy. I think they might have gotten the guy. And you know what? If they do, it, it started with change from up top because they have it new did. owners, new, uh, new coach. GM. Yeah, so everything is different. But, but, but here, but, but hold on though. Let's not give them so much credit for that because up until last year or the year before, every other year, they've changed head coach and GM. Oh. Well, but they so, got the right one though. I think. But we'll saying. see. So, do well, you think Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson's on the hot seat. Unfairly, but yes. Oh, in sixteen, that's unfair. He what, with what talent? Hey, you got to win at least one, bro. With what talent? Hey, oh, in sixteen, we, 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 we let our coach go when we went on sixteen. Oh, in sixteen, Ken. Did y'all have talent? I don't think that they had Matt that Stafford. team was that talented. They y'all had, no, we had we had Kitna, Kitna, and somebody else was our QB. That team wasn't that, that, that ball, following yeah. year. We draft Matthew Stafford. Yeah, yeah, you drafted Matthew Stafford year. the next year. But we had Calvin Johnson though. Yep, Calvin Johnson was on that 0 16 squad. He he's on the hot seat. It is what it is. Yeah, it's unfair. Um, yeah, I agree with it you. Is it's what unfair. It is. And, but, and I think he's going to get Lovey Smith. I, I think they're going to win like five or six games. They're going to get him out of there. Nah, I I I I think I think nah. If you go from 0 16 and you win five games, that's like. Watch because they so, don't so wait, hold on. You you saying they're going to win five games total the entire season? Five or six games total, and then when they That's do, they're going in the right direction. Yeah, though. I I, I, I go from zero and sixteen to they're going to get the, the the right coach in here. Nah, I well here's the thing. That's a possibility. It won't surprise me if that happens. But I do believe in continuity. Look, if Marvin Lewis is still the damn head coach up there in, in Cleve in uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, right across the the dang mm-hmm. lake. You need to keep Hugh Jackson. And Marvin Lewis was winning, and he was actually winning before he got Dalton, right? Yeah, because so, yeah, but, but, but he, he had Carson Palmer. Palmer. He made exactly. them, he made him relevant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when, when Marvin Lewis yeah, got Marvin, there, he yeah. he definitely made him relevant. He, not only he did he have Carson Palmer, he went from Carson Palmer to Andy Dalton, and Carson mm-hmm. Palmer was a better quarterback than Andy mm-hmm. Dalton, and he still managed to win. Mm-hmm. Granted, that was with Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson left. They've kind of you know stumbled yeah. a little bit. But but I, but I think that Cleveland needs to be six wins or more. This year for Hugh to be safe. So six and ten. Yeah, they need to be at least six and ten for Hugh to be safe because from six and ten you could go to ten and six. I agree. You can go from and, and, and ten and six is is, is borderline playoff. Depending it depends on, on the how division. they lose in ten games. And if, it does, if, if you lose by heartbreak uh, field goal, yeah. you safe. And you getting blown out by thirty. Hey, bro. I, I think even if you go five and eleven, if you go five, if you go a competitive five and eleven. In those eleven games, you lose by a possession or two. Step in the right. Well, I think yeah. I think that's that's fine. That's fair. You go from zero because you'll probably think you go from, yeah. right. You go from zero and sixteen to five and eleven, but you pushing Pittsburgh to the brink. Mm-hmm. You, you might get a win against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And one of those wins might be against Pittsburgh. You might be you, Cincinnati. Yeah, you might be some. You know, you might get some division games. You know, you might lose to the to the Patriots by a field goal. Say you lose to Philadelphia mm-hmm. by a field goal. Like I think if you go five and eleven that way. You can't fire him. I don't you know, and and I think the other thing is, unlike in the past, you can't say that they don't have talent on this team. Right. You yeah, got they got Jarvis talent. Landry. Yeah, they you got may talent. get Dez. It's good. And Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Bad, and like, Josh back, Gordon. Back, back, and I think he's – You committed. got Carlos Hyde. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got the guy uh, running back from, from Georgia, yeah. Nick Chubb, yeah, I yep. think. Yeah, yeah. And you got a quarterback – that's made it to the playoffs, and you got the number one quarterback yep. uh, draft pick. Yep. Yeah, you got yeah. talent. Yeah, and I and I think that you know <laughs> they they they're almost um, and Miles Garrett. Yep. 
Yeah. When they when when they picked up Tyrod and then they drafted Baker, it's kind of they shored up the fact that Hugh can't have any excuses. Nope. You, you you can't go zero and sixteen, no. bro. You got you got a legitimate starting NFL. Court. Maybe not the best guy, but he's a journeyman. He can get the job done. He can get you the five, six games, seven games. And if you the head coach, we think you are. Maybe you can pull out one or two more, right? Yeah. Um, and then we gave you the number one pick, so that way you can groom him in the in, in, in the wings. And then also, let's just say Tyrod gets off to a bad start, which he has not because he had a perfect score in that first game, mm-hmm. right? I think he was seven for seven with a touchdown, hundred some yeah. yards, yeah. Uh, perfect one fifty eight point three quarter back rating um if he struggles you got the number one guy so it's not like hey you know oh my my, my starter went down that's why we lost no bro you how got many the ga- number how one many, pick. how many games you gonna get tyrod before you make that switch like if they start off one and three just like how you said it depends on how they lose it depends on how tyrod looks mm-hmm. if if tyrod's not the reason for losing then you don't switch tyrod if the defense had, you know, Lapsus breakdowns yeah. or, you know, the, uh, fumbling or something like yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? But it's not Tyrod, then I don't think you can – you should go to Baker. He'll get but, four more games after that. But, but here's the thing, though. I think what's interesting have – you, have you guys read the reports and what everybody's saying from the Browns camp, how Baker Mayfield continues to impress – they say you got a photograph, somewhat like a photograph oh, yeah, of him. yeah, and Hard Knocks is coming on tonight, too. Mm-hmm. So, so, so – Regardless of how Tyrod plays, I think Baker is going to play this year. Oh, I he's going he to is. play this year. He looks like he's ready because I look like I think people want him to, to succeed. People want him to to um, fail, and I think that's why you kept hearing like two different, yeah. you know, um, uh, thoughts on him. And like I was shocked that he went nine for eleven with two touchdowns. Oh, it's against the second string or third string quarterback. He ain't play against real people. Okay. Yeah, but look at these throws. Yeah, exactly. Look at what he's doing. You 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 know what? You know how I knew Derek Carr was gonna be nice? Arm talent. Yeah, it, when when he throws the ball and, and, and watch how because Baker's short, watch how he releases he releases way above his head. The release point for Baker, that's why I think he's going to be successful regardless of the height. And then the second reason is because of the accuracy. Mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't have the biggest arm. You don't have to have the biggest arm. You don't have, I'd rather have Baker's Drew arm than, than Cam Newton's arm. Yeah. And Cam Newton got a cannon. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather have – because I could put it wherever I want to put it. Well, they say he was the most talented out of all of the quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so in terms of arm accuracy, arm strength was up there. So – they said his, he 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 did he did everything right. His his measurables wasn't where they wanted it, but outside of that, he was straight. It's about the arm and yeah. it's about the head. Yep, you know it, it's about it's about the brain. It's about how how can you process? Uh, because be, and I've always said it. I think quarterback is the hardest position in any sport because you got three hundred pound guys coming at you and you can't worry about that. Mm-hmm. How you telling me I can't worry about this big ass dude that's trying to eat me for lunch? You know, say you got to look at the linebacker. It, 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 it's a lot to process, and if young players are able to show any type of, you know knowledge or or, 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 or or security in what's happening, they're probably going to be good, right? Like, because we yeah. saw that with Derek Carr. To me, that was the last quarterback I saw that. When I saw him throw the ball, I said, oh, it, it don't matter. It don't matter who the offensive coordinator is. It don't matter who wide receiver he got. It don't matter what team he goes for. He's go- he's going to be in his league for a minute. And I think that Baker, may- when I saw him play, I was like, oh, okay. I, I see what everybody's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And um and I, w- I want him to succeed because I want uh, obviously I'm pro brother so I'm rooting for Hugh Jackson but I- I'm I'm just 
you know, it gets to a point where you're just tired of the Browns being the Browns. Yep. And let's see them turn this thing around and um, let's see them make the right choice for them. Of course. Yep. Finally. Yep. Finally getting the staple guy that we can mm-hmm. build around because they haven't had that. Right. And then also I think another factor, they just lost LeBron. Like they, they need another hometown hero. Yep. And Baker is a star. He's he's a star. People loved him out of college. He got the moxie. He got everything you need. And he's, he's you know, he was criticized for the police video and, and the grabbing of the crotch and all this other stuff. But he's been saying and doing all the right things. You know, since he's been in the league, so I did. Um, I, you said you didn't see Sam, Sam Darnold. Nah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't either. I saw just that one throw that everybody was going on, going off on Twitter about. And um, I mean, it was a typical good quarterback throw. He just started rolling out and hit a guy um, in the end zone for a touchdown. Um, but yeah, apparently everybody on Twitter thought he, you know, won the Super Bowl. It was. It was crazy, but Manny, um, I'm sure if you guys listen to the Technical File podcast, he'll have a full evaluation of Sam Darnold, but understand he's biased because he's a Jets fan for whatever reason. Um, but we're going to pull for the Jets because of Todd Bowles. We need him to succeed as well because mm-hmm. uh, we're pro-brother around here. And, um, I hope he does. Yeah, I hope yeah. he does. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see um, how that goes out. And I think Sam Darnold, for everything that I've been seeing, is going to actually end up um, probably starting uh, there and what does that mean for Teddy Bridgewater? I don't know. So hopefully he'll go somewhere um, where he can get another gig. Um, I got uh, – damn, man. I wanted to ask you guys about the Kevin Benjamin, Cam Newton thing. But I, I think that's over with. I don't know, understand. I don't know why. But um, for a second, I thought – I'm like, Kelvin, you're going to talk crap. And then when he, when he walk up on you like a man, you don't have anything to say. Like, like what's up with that? Yeah, like come yeah. on, man. Then like you walking away, like man, yeah. man up to what the words man you up. said, man up. But I think he did that because I think the coach or whatever was going on was like, yo, just dead it, just be quiet, just move on. So I think that's maybe why he did it. But but regardless, the cameras were on you. Mm-hmm. That scene was playing out. And you walking away, so you could have said what you needed to say and made your piece then, right? And deaded it after right. that. Right. So you don't have to reveal to the media what happened. Mm-hmm. You could have just been like, "Yeah, it's over. It's done with. We talked, and that's it. And we moving on. And that's it. Let it go." But bro, you can't be taking. Don't be. I don't know. Something happened between them two that we don't know about. Right. You can't be taking shots like that at, right. at him like that, especially when your NFL career didn't get off to the right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. On, on the best path. Cameras so. rookie of the year. That's all I know. Hey. Set a couple rookie throwing mm-hmm. records. MVP, sure Super Bowl. Yep. Yep. Did so, it without you. Yep. So, so he, uh, hey, he, he's established in the league. You, on the other hand, you're fringe. Yeah, and you're in Buffalo with Josh Allen as your quarterback. Yep. And we don't know how that's going to go. But from what I've seen or heard or read, it's not going that great. He's not really impressing people. So we'll see. You know, going back to Sam Darnold, um, I, the, the the longer we do this, the more I, you know, when, when people are just too hype, and I, I seen him at USC, you know, I haven't seen him with the Jets. He, he just hasn't done it for me, and everybody's on this hype train. I want, I want everybody to succeed. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I don't wish down on nobody, but I think he's the one that's not gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? Just because everybody's going right. I got to go left and and because I, I haven't seen it. So may, may, maybe next week, you know what I'm saying, I might change my mind after, you know, he, he might do something that impresses me. But um, from what I've seen up to up until this point, 
I don't see everything that everybody's talking about. I didn't either. I was I've I've been very critical of Sam Darnold when he was in in college because like you, I was like, I don't see it. What are you guys talking about? He fumbles. He turns the ball over. You guys weren't saying this when Jameis Winston did it, but Sam Darnold does it, and he's learning. Yeah, like, that doesn't seem fair, but life isn't fair. But um, but I, I like you. I do want him to succeed. I think more importantly, at least for me personally, I want Baker to succeed so nobody can say, well, you guys passed on Sam Darnold for mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield. That's what I want. So I want or both Bradley of them. Chubb yeah. or anybody. Yeah, else exactly. Like so that's why I'm I'm pulling for Baker to be successful and have a good career. Um, and you, I don't need Sam Darnold to fail for that to happen. Oh, of course. Right. So. But, but, but you know me, I, I, I when it comes to sports, I judge a lot of things on what I see. Yeah, and I, I try to be. I call. I try to call a spade a spade. And when I saw, just like a couple years ago, right? Like, well, more than a couple now. But when um, the Colts quarterback Andrew Luck came into the league, and I was telling, I'm like, Ken, he threw about two, three passes, bro. Yeah. Only the best of the best can make. Ah, like, oh, no, I don't see. It. I'm like, Ken, I, I, I see the arm talent. Is it's funky a little bit? It's it's Andrew Luck. You know what I'm saying? He has a his own weird release. But it, it's it's party when it come out the hand. <laughs> you know, it, it just it's party, and, and I saw that with Baker. And I, again, I have not seen Sam Darnold with the Jets yet, so so I can't all the way evaluate him. But from everything I've seen at US, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. You know, and I haven't heard he, this guy's been quiet. Josh Ro- Rosen. Rosen. I, yep. I, I need to see him too. I haven't had a chance to see him yet either. And then, and then let's you know let 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 let's move a, a, a step. Um, to a second-year quarterback, Trubisky. I I I think it's a wrap for him. Already, I think so. Damn. Because you because in you the, don't think the Bears got their guy? Nah, man. Really? I didn't think I, they did last year. But. They reached big time for him, and I I think it's going to be an epic blunder. I I, I don't. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't he still has a running game, so that can add some life to you as a QB if you Jordan got a good Howard. running game. But yeah, I, but I don't. I don't think he. I don't know who he's throwing the ball to, but I think having a running game. But you know what? I think I think when you are that good of a quarterback, you can make a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the most talented guy, right? Because look at Russell Wilson. Who is Drew Russell Brees. Wilson? Have? Drew Brees made a lot of good made a lot of guys. Tom Brady made a lot of receivers. I I think that if you're good to great. You don't have to have the top talented wide receivers to be a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. So you don't think he's gonna be that? But I don't think Trubisky's the guy, man. I watched that. I'm like, Ooh. you see Lamar Jackson? I did. I, I saw did. Little highlights of him. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it, it's kind of what I expected. You know, because you're talking about a top tier athlete. Right at quarterback. Oh, they're gonna try to give him whatever reason for him not to play QB. They're gonna, they gonna try to shift he's him. A that QB. Way. But, but he's a QB. They're gonna try to shift him. Though. They, nah, nah, it's, it's a wrap. It's yeah, a wrap. That, that was pre-draft going into yeah. the league. He's so in they, the league now. He's a quarterback. Okay. It's up to him but, to. But watching him, you could tell he had happy feet. You could tell that he's at today right now. I'm not saying in the future, but today right now, he cannot read NFL defenses. Um, and and when in doubt, he's gonna do what. What makes him Lamar Jackson, which is run. And we saw that. And I think that the biggest thing that we saw, because remember, he started the whole second half, right? Mm-hmm. He was playing against second string guys. 
he wasn't outrunning them. He wasn't turning that corner <laughs> yeah, like no, it was college. And did you see what he said? What he said after the game? He, he said, "What surprised him was the speed, bro. You haven't even gotten against the starters you, yet, dog. You got, you got linebackers out there running four threes, four, four threes, fours. Bro. That's that's two hundred sixty-five pounds. You, you got <laughs> the ends in that in, in, in the four-five range, four-five, four-six range, exactly. Yeah. And then you even got big, like three hundred-pound guys that run four-seven, four-eight. That's what I'm that saying. Understand angles. That's what I'm saying. That they can. They can, they can eat it's you. It's a so whole nother breed. It man. is a whole nother breed out there. And and I think that for him to be successful, because he's not Mike Vick. And I and, and you know what? I watched Mike Vick. I went to YouTube after I watched that Baltimore mm-hmm. game. And I went to YouTube and I watched a 15-minute video of Michael Vick. He ain't Mike Vick, bro. <laughs> nah. he, he, he don't have Mike Vick's speed. He can't turn the corner in the NFL like he did in college. I'm not saying that he won't be successful as a runner and thrower. I think nah, he will he be. Vick was going to be special but when we, he was at V-Tech. Yeah, he was like, oh, man. But, but, but did we know he was going to be able to do what he did at V-Tech in the NFL? I, I, I didn't man. know. I had questions. Man, I had I questions. He, Vic was just like a different dude. He was, though. He, <laughs> he was. was a different dude. He was. Were they, like how Randy Moss. They were like, Randy Moss, a different oh. guy. You know what I'm saying? But, like. It just only Randy Moss. He just went to the small. But were they as were they that were they as fast as they are now back then? Not as many people, but they were super fast guys that Mike Vick was just running away. So from. if Vick if play now, two, yes, rookie because, Vick can put him in yes. the league right now. He would turn. He would outrun. Ken, how long ago was Vick playing with the Eagles? Oh, that was uh, maybe like four or five years yeah. ago now, right? It was. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> I know time be flying. However. He was running away from guys then. And and that's an old Mike Vick. I just brought that up just to kind of highlight how special Mike, Mike Vick, Vick was. was. Yeah. yeah, in terms yeah. of his speed and what he was able yeah. to do. No, he, it, no, he was. And, and, and Lamar ain't that. Yeah. He is not. And that's not taking no shots at Lamar. I, I think he can be a decent to good quarterback in this league. I don't think he's going to be elite in terms of a passer, like head and, head and arm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's going to be elite there. I think he's going to yeah. be elite. He got to Philly in 2009. So nine years so ago. So he got to Philly in 2000. He played in Philly from 2009 to 2013. So, you know, five to five to nine years ago. And he started, let's say he played 12. The first game, he started one game. 2010, he started 12 games. 2011, he started 13. 2012, he started 10 games. 2013, he only started six. That injury. That that was the one thing about him. That's one thing about running quarterbacks. Yeah. You look at Cam. Cam's dealing with it. Andrew Luck is dealing with it. Russell Wilson's dealt with it. You know, you run in this league and you a quarterback, you you won't get hurt. Yeah, I – read and listen to a lot of people I, I trust, like real football experts that don't have any bias to them. And um and yeah, everything everybody's pretty much on par with what you're saying. What I saw was was in line with that. Um I just thought maybe it was just first game jitters, but then you see Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. and you see there's a clear it's difference a between talent, the two. Arm talent. Yeah. Um, it, just, it jumps off the screen. Yeah. So um but I, I I hope he has the desire, the hunger um, the ability to learn how to play football. I hope he doesn't fizzle out and be RG three. You know, um, you, you know who he. When I watch him play, you know who he reminds me of. Who's that? Um, the um, the Titans quarterback Vince. Uh, uh, Vince Young. Vince Young. He reminds me a lot of Vince Young. When well, Vince I see Young, him. he was he was a pretty decent quarterback too, though. He he was. Um, he I, had a. 
funky throwing. He 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 did, and so does Lamar. Lamar Lamar is yeah. a really conventional. There's a lot of sidearm in his throw, uh, but but he reminds me a lot of Vince Young. And Vince Young was obviously successful in the league. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not saying, and I think Vince Young at this point was a better quarterback than Lamar, just from a head perspective. Yeah. You know, being able to at least decipher what he's seeing. I don't think he ever became elite, but I think he was good enough. And I think Lamar can become that. But when I see him, it, it, it just reminds me of a more athletic Vince because they both about the same height. Yeah, they're both about the same stature. Um, but yeah, I I think for Lamar Jackson to be successful, the way you build a team around him, I think they got to focus on O line, you know, because the Baltimore Ravens and also um, shout out to to their GM uh, Ozzy Newsom because I think this is his last year. Amazing damn job, yeah, uh, um, yeah. Um, for he, for, he, yeah. for Baltimore, he he drafted Ray Lewis. That's all I got to say. That so that what that means is he drafted Ed Reed, Ed Hartwell, Terrell Suggs, Alodi Nada. He drafted all of them guys, all of them guys. But either way, I think for Lamar Jackson to be successful, they got to focus on O line and running back. And I, you have to establish the run game because you got to be able to utilize his legs, mm-hmm. but still keep him upright. Not just, you know, quarterback dives or just sweeps by yourself. No. Like, you got to be able to establish that play action, run them, run them, run them, play action. You get Lamar booting out the other way, get easy throws, play action down the field, play action, nothing's open, he runs. You know, like, I, I think you got to be able to mix it up for Lamar. So, I think, you know, obviously this year, I don't think he's going to get much playing time. Don't play him. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, don't play him. We don't know what Baltimore is going to be in turn. Like, are they a 500 team? Are they a playoff team? I don't know. Hard to tell. It's hard to tell. I really don't know what, like, I just, I don't know what they are. Like, when I look at the Ravens and they're right, like, what are they? You know, so I think it'll be interesting to see. But I think that you got to start from this upcoming draft and from here on out, you got to start with that O-line to protect him. And then I think you got to move on to running back because because you got to establish the run. The, the, the defensive side of it, I wouldn't even worry about it right now. I, I, yeah. And the reason why I say that is is because if you can establish a run game, that helps your defense. So if you could be at least mediocre over there while you build up the offense and then focus on the defense, I think that's the way Baltimore has to kind of look at this thing. Yeah, and I think um... – you know, no need to rush him out there. I think for Lamar to succeed, I think the best thing is for him to learn and to sit and and learn from Flacco if Flacco want to teach him, and um and just and just get ready and just get your head in the playbook and learn all aspects of playing the game from. Yeah, he's gonna need you a know, couple seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really get yeah. groomed and, and and know it because I mean I think Baltimore that's a good I think that's a good spot for him to be in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying so. Um. Did you see what Dwight Howard said? Yes, he wants to be a version of KD or AD. <laughs> no, both of them. Yeah, he want to be a version of, of both. Davis, of, of, is he trolling? Like, is I he serious? He's, trolling, man. he's, he, he's not trolling. You 14 years in. It's not like he's saying this is his second, third year. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if he said this is his third year. You know why he's Dude. not trolling? Have, have you watched some of his workouts? No. He actually practices shooting threes. Really? Yes, from the corner. Like, he, he like. Like this I, shit ain't I don't gonna click. You've been the center nah, your whole entire career, dude. I don't a understand. Back to the basket center. Yes, an athletic center. Yeah, I, I don't understand why this guy fancies himself something that he's not. Like he's delusional about his own ability. Yeah. Like I and then, and then you, you but you know what I think is worse than that the the trainers and the people that feed into it. Yes. Because yeah. because it's one thing you know if I was a trainer. 
And I'd be like, hey, Dwight, I think this is how you can get better. He's like, well, no, I really want to be, you know, I think I could be like KD. Like, who? Who, bro? What? Nah, man. All of a man. sudden, get some handles? All of a sudden, yeah. you about to get a, a wet jumper? Are you serious? Man, that's years That's years and years of training. That's growing up. You, right. No, no, that, that's right. you being 10, right. 11 years right. old. Not that's four, where that starts. Not, not your 14th year in the NBA. <laughs> Dude, you've been in the league for 14 years. <laughs> like, stop it. Yeah, What's wrong man. with you, man? He said he wants to play until he's 40. This is, this is a trainer. He said he wants to evolve into <laughs> Anthony Davis. And Kevin Durant, but his own version of that. Mm, so, no, bro. His own no. version is setting picks and getting rebounds. Right, blocking shots. No, he ain't protect, blocking no more protect, shots. He's changing them now. Yeah, protecting protecting the rim. Do something, man. Because he can't even dribble like that. No! He don't have like that. Look, That's man, what I'm saying. Like, a- Anthony Davis is an anomaly because growing up, that man was my height, and then he hit junior year and became a seven-footer. Right. So, so all of the skills he developed, he just had to get that his in one summer. You're not <laughs> like those skills that Anthony Davis had. He developed that over a course of years. The only thing he had to figure out was his body, because now obviously when you grow that that fast, right. he, he grew like six inches over a summer. Yeah, you almost grew like a damn foot. You grew a half a foot. Dude went from playing point guard to being power forward center now. You know what I'm saying? He went from like. 5'10 to 6-something, mm-hmm. and then senior year, he was almost 7 feet. Right. So so those guard skills were still built into In him. him. Yep. He just had to figure out, how how am I not going to be awkward with all of this extra length? Once he figured that out, he was perfectly fine. And Dwight Howard can't get – even if he take the next three off seasons, he's not going to get the dribbling skills or the jump shot skills that he wants to get. No. No. Not at all. Yeah, I not if you funny. not if you've been embedded of being a center your whole entire life. Like people said, it's not like this dude used to be a guard. Dwight Howard's been a big fella his entire life. AAU, high school, all that. He's mm-hmm. been a center, mm-hmm. so he's not gonna. No, no way. That's impossible. That's I've a, never yeah. seen it done. No, yeah. <laughs> like what? Hey, hey, you, this this is That's almost like if Shaq said that. Like yo, I want to get me uh, some handles and a jump shot. Now I want to shoot. Come on, Shaq. You gotta you know what you are, man. Yeah. Maximize that. Yeah. Every there's no perfect player. LeBron is not perfect. Jordan was not perfect. Kobe is not perfect. Right. Steve Nash was imperfect. There's no such thing as a perfect player. And for Dwight to truly think that he can just beat us because I want to be – come on, man. This guy's delusional. If I was in the NBA and if I was in a locker room and, and, and my GM or my head coach said, hey, man, we just picked up Dwight, I said, trade me, dog. For real. Right. I don't want to be around this nutcase, bro. Because be, no, for real. Because first of all, that was that that's that's what happened in Houston, mm-hmm. right? He fancied himself this this you know twenty thirty possession guy, but straight isolation in the post, mm-hmm. back to the basket. I'm I'm shocked. Right. No, no, you're not. No, you're not, bro. You 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 don't have no touch around the rim. You you you're not nimble. You were just extremely athletic. And yeah. once that back went out on you, dog, you've been. I don't want to say a shell because you've been able to produce. Like you, you've averaged a double double for your first 11, 12 years or fourteen or however many years in the NBA. That's not easy to do. Give you mad props, but understand that you are not Shaq. Understand that you are not a dang guard. Understand that you don't have a jump shot. If you had a jump shot, wouldn't you shoot better than 40, 50 percent from the free throw line? If this guy was on my team, I would the. De- I will sit out, Ken. I'll be like, you know what? I forfeit all of my dang checks, bro. You can have all my checks if you don't trade me. Like you gonna, you gonna have. I would, I would not play with it. Like John Wall, he better than me. 
Because I'm pointing, I'm not hitting that guy up. I don't care if we don't got a center. I'd be like, hey, Kelly, hey, hey, you, you ready to play this center, right. bro? I'm right. not playing. I'm, yeah. I would not play with Dwight. Mm. Well, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Well, thanks to Dwight for making the news. Uh, last thing, um, I think B and I was talking about that walk off. Bote, you know that oh. dude was over in Africa, bro. Yeah, he Before, was. Yeah, he was over in Africa doing something. Then he came over and. Though Nationals were up 3-0 going into the bottom of the night. Bottom of the night. Bottom of the night. Strike two. You're on a two count. Two, two, yep, 2-2. Two, two. The score is 3-zip. This fool hit a walk-off grand slam, dude. And you know there was some, yeah, Twitter lit up, but you know there was some controversy. It's a typical thing in baseball because you know they're so rigid. They didn't like the bat flip and then the airplanes, (laughs) the the wings, the airplanes. Man, I'd be airplaning around them bases too if I hit a a grand slam to win the game. Man. That is crazy. Oh, man, I love Yeah, you got like if if, and it's a walk-off. Like, if it was in the – Third inning mm-hmm. or the fourth so inning. Is, okay, maybe is, you're being a little extra. Walk off for, for those who's not really baseball savvy. A walk off home run is equivalent to you hitting a buzzer beater at the buzzer. You hit the three point. You down by two. You hit a three point shot at the buzzer to win the game. That's what a walk off in baseball is equivalent to. For those that don't know. Yeah, and for a guy who was over in Africa doing something, um, who probably I, I think if I read it correctly, just give it up on baseball for you to come and do that on that and that moment. You deserve the backflip. How about you don't throw the throw the pitch that that ended up going over the wall as a as a as a walk off grand slam? Oh, you were th- showing him that throw. Throw, the throw. Yeah, I, throw I was gonna year. have you throw. That's the throw you of see the year. that? That's the throw of the year. There's only a couple players. First he I caught do it. That. First he yeah. caught it. Griffey, Griffey, Bow. Uh, uh, your boy, your seal. Yeah. I seen yeah. your seal do that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And your seal was more on a line like that. Has some arch. Yeah, that in. one. Yeah, yeah, arch. I, yeah. Man, that that is that's rare. <laughs> yeah. This dude was a freaking left center field. Yeah, man. That, Look that's how far rare. he is. That is rare. And it didn't hit the ground. That, it that's went at straight least to the first base. Yep. Two hundred fifty yards, almost three hundred. See yards? what was funny. My I man mean, didn't thought he, he caught it. He didn't think he caught the ball. Yeah. He he thought he he didn't think he caught it. So he was still going to second when he realized that he was like, oh shit! <laughs> wow, it's amazing throw. This is yeah. a freaking amazing throw, dude. Yeah, Jesus I need to figure Christ. out who that is because my guy. I know he's just from that. He's from the Oakland yeah, A's. Yeah, Oakland A's, but Oakland they're winning, A's, but nobody's really talking about yeah. them. They don't. They typical uh, show people that uh, Oakland A's uh, baseball this time of the year where they just win games and nobody know who they are, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. But anyway, um, that's going to do it for us, man. We're going to get out of here, um, and we'll uh, catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and uh, being a patron, man. We'll catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.